What's up guys, Casey with the Going Bracken Racing YouTube channel. This is a recording we did a little while back during the 2022 OG Million. We like to call it Live from the 8th Mile. Just thought we'd put it out here on the audio podcast for your holiday listening. I know a lot of you are traveling all around. If you're like me, you're driving hours and hours and hours to families' houses. And I wanted to also let you know, don't forget, we actually just got $300 cert gift certificates sorry to tsr racing products so all you have to do is be a follower of the facebook page so just go over there click that like click the follow click the share if you would and let's grow going bracket racing and give out some of these certificates to our followers we just want to give back to you guys for making us be able to do what we do and have a good time on tuesdays five o'clock eastern four central we're always live on Facebook and YouTube. And then, of course, it comes to the podcast later on, man. So don't forget to hit that like, share, and subscribe. And we'll give out some of these TSR certificates to all the followers. Thanks. going on what's going on what's going on live from the eighth mile boy i can't tell you i can't say enough about this race that i'm watching here let me turn on my noise canceller i forgot about that but i can't say enough about what i'm watching right now this is absolutely one of the best ogs that i've seen and if you can't tell it's starting to pick up huh casey yeah man well it was it's uh officially the biggest og of all time just like i was saying on the stream last tuesday if y'all don't visit us on Tuesdays, you definitely need to. We always talk about everything there is in the bracket racing world, what's happening. And the main topic, of course, this week was the fact that it was OG Million Week. And uh, I called I called that it was going to be 400 cars. I think I'm the only person. Everybody told me I was crazy. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had a lot of reasons for thinking that. And uh, I was wrong. And I was wrong to the tune of 96 more entries mm -hmm. than what i actually said so there are people crazier than i was i guess right right you know we can't do this anyway guys without the uh, syntax printing out there at temple texas and brg motorsports 3d printed parts and driven racing oils champ performance team 14 motorsports if i didn't say it ken jones performance tsr transmissions uh, anything you need for that transmission tsr can take care of you man but yeah there's some racing going on i just wanted to get us in the stream get us in here live i know casey's documenting who's all left yeah i'm with you uh i'm with you over there dylan champion poor old brandon could uh, couldn't pull it out there but uh pretty good showing for him too and uh, a lot of big numbers starting to pop up so let's get back at the racing guys we'll see you in a minute 008 to a 14 cisco with six win goes right side to castaneda what a drag race 14 dead one for tommy gets it done cisco was 008 one above three, no good. Castanado, moving on. Billy Fuller, 551 left side. Scott Taylor, 504 on the right side. This old Scott Taylor's been pretty tough. I know you guys can hear me out there too, but this guy's been tough. I think he cracked out Big Jed earlier. That's what put him out. Yeah, I'm just trying to find, uh, I'm trying to write these names down here. <laughs> you can write Scott Taylor's down. 
Billy Fuller, 24 and 3 above. No good. All right, I think I'm caught up now here. So, so far, we got nine people going into the next round. One of them was Triplet. One of them's Carpenter. Carpenter should be coming back around here shortly. Uh, he's still doubled, I believe. He might be one of the few that still are doubled at this point in fifth round. Nice, nice. Hey, what's going on out there? Uh, Logan, I don't want to say your last, uh, your first name. I don't want to mess it up, but uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, feel free to chime in throughout this bit, this bad boy. The Soji Million has definitely turned out to be uh, everything that we expected. In the round five, I think we were estimating somewhere around 40-something cars left, Casey. I believe so. I, I, well, I based it off of every single person brought back in the million, and I just divided by two the whole way down, and I estimated it to be somewhere around 47 should be in this round if that was true. So it's going to be between 40 and 50 is what I figure. Right. Getting ready to get into some long cars. You know how I feel about long cars. I know how you feel about long cars. I know how motor maniacs feel about long cars. By the way, this couldn't be possible in order for us to cut this race in here. Kind of give a little bit of a um, um, commentary, for lack of better terms, in between rounds when they start chopping up money. If, if, if they start chopping up money. Now, if right. somebody doesn't split in this race, hey, man, I don't, I don't know what you're smoking on, but uh, you might want to quit if you don't split you don't split in this race. <laughs> right. Well, dude, and the fact of the matter is, is that, uh, you know, if, if people are still in at that point, uh, I guess we might as well just start off with talking about when you have 640 grand up top. And the one thing I will say about the OG million versus a lot of other races is that they have 50 grand right there for the runner up. They're already getting 50. Right. So, I mean, they, they have at least the runner up money is something that's of value. Now, whenever you, you know, obviously 50 grand is a lot of money anyway, uh -huh. But whenever you're looking at 640 and you're looking at 50, that's a that's a big uh, change right there. But I guess the question I want to ask is, surely the split happens next round, right? Like surely they'll somebody will talk about it at least or bring it up if there's, you know, say 20, 25 cars left and you got $640,000 at top. Surely the split talk happens next round, wouldn't you think? You, you would think for sure, right? Uh, as we get some cars broke backing up into the beams here, so I'm going to give us a little bit of volume on the track. But uh, here's a good old door car versus dragster matchup. I know you can see it coming. So this is TB Promotions car. Um, is this Brian? Maybe. I believe that's uh, Tebow. Actually, is it Tebow? I think he's driving the dragster. That is Sean Carpenter in his second entry, uh, coming back around right now. So Sean Carpenter is officially going to be still doubled in a door car in sixth round of the OG million. Right, right, right. So that's pretty cool. Ouch. Ouch. That's tough to do, coming on that hard. We talk about that all the time. We've heard Scotty Richardson begin to mention that in his class. By the way, guys, if you're not following that Scotty Richardson, I, I can't call quite the name of that group. But he's dropping some serious knowledge inside of that group. And if you're not following it, I, don't, I really don't know what you're, uh, what you're thinking or what your thought process is behind not following. Uh, one of the best to ever do it, in, in, in Casey's and mine opinion, when it comes to bracket racing. He's dropping some really good knowledge. Anyway, he says it's almost impossible for anybody to see coming that hard and thinking that they dropped you at the finish line that much faster than you. Well, you got a little taste of that. Uh, having to take nine 
that's going to be pretty hard to do coming on that hard. So that's right, man. I want to say that that's called. Uh, I want to say it's called the Winning Edge or something like that. But go. it's free. He he got it all sponsored, and he has uh, all of all of his talks are one hundred percent free. You just log in. He'll be Facebook Live, and if you can't make it live, then you know rewatch. I it. always. Yeah, yeah, I watch it the next day all the time. You know? Hey, so be it, right? And he'll tell you himself, you might have to watch me a couple of times in order to grab a little bit of the information from me. But who's who's going to stop you from hitting the rewind button if you didn't hear something right? Right? That's the beauty of YouTube. Uh, that's the beauty of, of, of Facebook and all these other apps that we have in order to go back and watch things. So Troy Abercrombie, but what we're talking about is uh, Scotty Richardson's courses. Uh, they're free. Uh, the winning edge is, I believe, what it's called, and uh, we can get, we can try to get you invited in there. But he's dropping some pretty serious drag racing, uh, should I say, bracket racing knowledge. Let's get a little volume here. Got some racing going on. I'll get you a big screen right now, too, guys. Now, isn't the isn't the purple dragster that just went down the track? Is that not the dragster that Tebow won the guaranteed GABR guaranteed million with? You know, I feel I, like it is. I just watched. I just watched it. And I don't know. AJ Ash is driving it though, so let's not get it twisted. Write that name down, Casey. AJ Ash. Uh, everybody knows he's got that door car, and he's a uh, he's a force to be messed with in that door car. But seemingly showing that he's got a he can do it in the in the long cars too, because he's been on a roll all day, moving into the sixth round right here. So hats off to uh, AJ Ash. Somebody I'll be watching. I'm gonna turn this up. Little problems. Let's see what's going on. Harvey is out of the vehicle. Hot rod push backwards. It does look like Jesse Bobo will get a competition single. Single into the next round. Hey, you uh, count your lucky stars. You must have ate your lucky charms this morning, Mr. Bobo. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Man. He's a good racer, though. He, he's he tough. been tough to handle anyway. That's true. That's true. Well, he's got a, a free crack at it. What are you thinking in this situation, Casey, with a free crack at the track? Going into the sixth round of the 27th annual million, paying out $640,000. What are you thinking in this round, in this uh, buy run? I'm thinking that I know I know Bobo isn't going to do this, but I would be thinking personally that I'm going to make a time shot here. I guarantee he lets off at half the track. Yeah, I'm almost thinking the same. No? Hey, don't forget, huh. you might be ahead of us a little bit. Hold on. He, he took. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, yeah, non-total. Okay, don't don't feel so bad. Whoever just got backed out um, for the broke car, non-total was gonna be. Uh, you was going on the trailer anyway. Is basically what I'm saying. I don't see like, you getting under non-total. Like I said, Jesse Bobo is a good racer. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. This Donnie Burleson. This is Burleson. That man, that's one sick car. I would not be surprised to see Jesse Bobo down in the last four cars. I wouldn't be surprised if he won the whole thing, to be quite honest with you. And I agree with that. I agree with that for sure. This is going to be a pretty good dogfight. Don't tell me who wins. I know you've seen it. But uh, this old little kid, Brandon, uh, Braden Taylor, he didn't get it done, but he's tough. Ouch. Ouch. Should have stayed in it. Ouch. Should have stayed in it that day. I'm tell you what that now he's got a real good guy teaching him in Brandon Taylor, um, um, that kid. You watch out for Braden Taylor these next couple of uh, these next couple of years, uh, especially right now we're watching him run on the big stage. This is crazy for for a youngster to get it done like this. I think he just turned 18 or 17 or something like that. 
I'd say that uh, Braden Taylor's going to be uh, is going to be similar to what Donovan Williams is, in my opinion. Uh, he had a, like you said, he had a really good teacher. Um, he also has ran around with that group, and he's already proven himself, man. He's, I think he didn't he win sixty thousand dollars the other day or something like that because they combined those two races. I think you're right about that, and I also think he'd done pretty well in his local points event if he didn't win track champion already. So, mm -hmm. um, definitely one to watch out for, uh, Ray Taylor. Four, take three to be one above four. Keith Thomas, 0-29, one above two, no good. Christopher Dodd, advances to round six. Been hearing that name quite a bit too, Dodd. This guy's been running pretty good here lately. Is he not a rabbit? You know he's always going to be in the mix. Oh, yeah. Is Christopher Dodd the super comp guy? I think so. I think so. I feel like he's a super comp guy. And this is Whitfield, right? This is the old boy out of Colorado. That's his car. Oh snap! This is gonna be a dogfight. I don't know if uh, I don't know if Chris is driving that car because I know he's got his black car there too. I think that's Chris Whitfield right there driving. Dot is the 2021 World Champ in uh, Supercomp. I thought he sounded like a familiar name. Ouch. Ouch. And 39 foul under. Yeah, Whitfield dodged the bullet there. Write him down. Brandon. <laughs> Double O red to go dead one. Yeah, well. Long ride home. I am going to go radio silent here for a second, and I'm going to go back through here and write down who wins this round so we know who's going to round six. You're okay. Um, once once we get in here, I'll, uh, I'll park into a commercial real quick and let everybody get a load of our uh, wonderful sponsors. And uh, and that way you can get uh get situated there too. Cool. Live from the eighth mile behind the scenes. Normally Brad Gephardt would be here. I think he's out there slot car racing somewhere, and he might poke his head in here. May, maybe or may or may not. So, um, let's keep watching some racing here. Big shout out to all the sponsors that make uh, Motor Mania happen for us. Um. Larice, Mickey Thompson, Vintage Trailers, Lucas Oil. You guys are awesome for uh, giving us something to watch, keeping it free to the, to, you know, to the viewer. That's pretty awesome. McDaniel. I don't know if he's raced yet either, but I want to call this out. I want to say he had two going into this round. I hope he still does. But old David Bird Jones is driving the wheels off of that car that Kendall wrecked that is put back together. How about that? 
I think I'm caught up. I believe this uh, this dragster that we're looking at right now in the near side to us, I think that might be Whitfield's old car, actually. That makes sense. That does look I, pretty... I feel uh, like, I feel like it is for some looks, reason. It at least looks like it. You're right about that. But all dragsters look the same, so you never know. You know, Cody, I think I feel the same way, man. I feel like there are more... As Cancelar gets a win there, Casey. But I feel like there are more dragsters than door cars um, at just about every race. So I think that's going to be common just about everywhere we uh, everywhere we race. Yeah, I would agree. There's another name that's been on one. You know, Jason Lynch, he can drive anything. But yep. he's been driving the heck out of this old dragster here. But you're right, though. Lynch Lynch is one of those people. The reason I think that Scotty Richardson is such a great driver has absolutely nothing to do with what he's done for his record, which is great by itself. But it's the exact same reason why I think Jason Lynch is a great driver. And it's the fact that I could, if I called Jason Lynch and said, hey, I'll enter you in this big race and you're driving my car, Jason Lynch is going to be competitive in that car, never having sat in it. And there aren't many people that can do that. So is Scotty Richardson. That's a There's a lot of people that are great racers, but you'll notice they only do it in their personal car or that same car all the time. Yep, I agree with that 100%. So Lynch made it. back there in the old S-Dom. Still got a S-Dom uh, hanging tough in there, of course. I'd say that uh, in the last couple weeks, at least what he did at Virginia, I mean, Chris Bear made a great uh, a great call having Will drive that truck this year because I guarantee you, I mean, Will won last week re realistically what that truck's probably worth. Just oh, last no week as far as yeah. the big check goes, you know, or whatever, maybe the week before last week, whenever, whenever Triple Threat was. No question. No question about it. You ought to win a lot of races if you're two take two. That's just all I got to say. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. 
And uh, I wonder if Holloman's going to have a buy or something because he's back there, looks like, by himself. Wasn't he trip zip last hit? Uh, yeah, actually, actually, he might have been one total or something. Something ignorant. That's all I know. I think he was trip, trip zip in one of those entries. So Speaking of, uh, did you catch it earlier this morning? It might have been first or second round, but Troy Williams in that truck was a uh, perfect package. I did not. I missed it. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, that's four perfect runs between him and Gary this year, at least that I know of. So I ain't shocked, I will say that. <laughs> Let you get these two pair in and we'll switch it. Line, Bailey, 19. So is that Ferraro? That was Bailey Ferraro. Then Holloman gets the bye. Holloman's got the bye. So that... That means if all my stuff is right and I didn't miss anybody, there should be 23 cars coming back around. That's best. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. No, I'm pretty sure we didn't miss anything there. So as far as I can tell, Sean Carpenter is still doubled. Um, no, so there's 24 because Sean's doubled. So oh, there's a buy right. There's a buy right here. Shouldn't there be a buy next round? D five. Five total. <laughs> Holloman's going to be a problem. That's all I got to say. He was one of my picks, George. W Willie Wood's going to be a problem. He was only your pick because I didn't get to pick him first. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> yeah. So, so you, you can have that. As I turn to mute, I'm going to mute this real quick. Guys, we got the whole list down. We do believe that we're sitting somewhere around 23 or 24 cars. Um and we'll have more information here in a little bit. But what a day this is turning out to be. I'm, I'm, I'm real honest with you here. I'm very, very excited to see the next couple of rounds, Casey, with, with um, you know, a couple of big names still in. But a lot of big names fell off, man. A lot of big names fell off. Glad to see A.J. Ash in there in a dragster. Uh, Catfish is going to be in trouble the whole the rest of the way. You guys let him get a, a, a head of steam under him. I won't be shocked if Catfish holds up the final trophy here. Not at all. I wouldn't either, man. Uh, honestly, there aren't many people that I would say don't have, like, shouldn't be here. I don't think there's anybody who shouldn't be here, man. Uh, we have two two people are still in that were that are previous winners of the million, and they're multi-time winners, who are Dave Triplett and Kenny Underwood. Right. So, now, I don't know if I... I, I'm fairly – didn't Dave Triplett, he won it in his dragster, and then he won it in his Vega, right? And yeah. then he actually was in the final. In a, He's in got the, the most car. million yep. finals, I think. Yep. But, uh, yeah, so two previous winners are still in, and we still got my buddy Sean Carpenter in, still doubled, had a great year this year so far, won pretty much every big money race that there was at Darlington. Um, you know, all he's going to do is keep stacking that cash, man, because – I don't know how many runs. I'll uh, hopefully I'll get to talk to him next week uh, for Galat's Halloween Havoc. I'm sure he'll be there unless he wins this race. In case he might go on vacation, right? <laughs> you know, right, right. So Lance Craft, man, it, it would be great for us to get a GB car out there, uh, GBR car out there. Uh, either myself, Casey. Uh, I know we have several logo GBR cars out there right now. Brad Gebhardt's got one. My uncle's got one. My dad's got two. Uh, my cousin's got one. You know, we have a, we have a, quite a few GBR logoed cars out there, uh, but nobody went down to the uh, OG Million, and um, 
you know, we could talk about this while they're do doing a little bit of cleanup on the track here, and I'll pull that screen back up so you can see it. But what a turnout. And, Casey, we alluded to this a little bit ahead of time, not to the tune of 496 entries, but that it would be a very, very um, a well-attended event, especially when we looked at how Montgomery looked last week for those 20s. Is there something to say about hosting a race ahead of a big race like the OG Million or the Half a Million or the, the Guaranteed Million, if that ever comes back? Is there something to say about holding a race the week before? Uh, I think so. I mean, clearly, clearly it helped this race, in my opinion. I mean, I heard that basically everybody who is at the OG Million was at the 20 Granders. In fact... Your winner of the first 50K race, the no-split 50K final, Nick Falk, won one of those $20,000 races. So, right. I mean, when you're coming to a race that's as big of a deal as the OG Million, I think that if there's a race before it, I think people take all two weeks off and they just race for two weeks. And secondarily, I wanted to tell you, I just literally got on Facebook, and, it's, and our buddy TJ Pruitt, a drag coverage, is going to go live during the split conversation on Facebook. Okay. So if we can try to potentially well, cut that in. in here too, I'll try to cut him in here, and uh, and get him. Just tell me when you see him, and I'll try to I'll try to be watching as well. You know how that goes. I'll grab it, and we'll have a stream of that as well. <laughs> but <laughs> no, man, I, I really do, and I'm I'm even gonna go back to the I believe it was the Super Bowl bracket racing, which turned out to be a really good event over in Darlington, and then next thing you know, there's the fall fling over in Bristol. Well, what happened? It was seemingly a spillover because that's not very far apart when you look at the distance between Darlington and Bristol. So a lot to say about people hosting races or, or should I say racetracks hosting races close to the big the bigger events for the year. Um, hopefully they begin to come out. Maybe uh, maybe Michael Beard's going to get some of those little racers on, on the master schedule. And that way people can uh, can kind of do the same thing as we are forecasting a pretty interesting year next year, uh, which we'll get more into as the winter series gets in underway and get the feel of, uh, of either track owners or big money bracket racers, things of that nature. How do they feel going into the next year? So um, ought to get pretty interesting around here pretty quickly. I would think so, and uh, we got a question over here in the chat, which is, uh, why do you guys think there are so many entries this year versus last year? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think uh, I think that that's part of what we'll get into in the Winter Series, too. I'll preface it. I know you and I, Casey, we've spoke about this. The economy's not looking that good right now, let's be honest, okay? And I know we've had Brett Kepner on here, and he and I'm, I'm, I really feel like he's, he's going to be a good person to look to in times like this, just based on how many times he's likely been through, quote unquote, recession scare. Um, but in my opinion, there's a lot of people thinking it's going to be a pretty interesting year next year. We had better attend one of these bigger races before they don't exist anymore. Uh, and then on top of that, this is the granddaddy of a, of a mall, brilliantly named by Motormania TV, by the way, as I read through their comments. By the way, if you hadn't hit that like button on Motormania TV, get after it. I don't know what you guys are waiting on. Uh, 2.5, 3,000 3, people in there with only, uh, I didn't look at how many likes there were, but there ought to be 2.5K likes. So um, hit, the, hit that button. You can do it from your TV as well. So no excuses, but that's my, that's my answer to that question, man. I would agree. Uh, I think that uh, 
again, like, you know, to steal one of the words out of your playbook there, the writing's on the wall. I mean, things are going downhill. I think a lot of people are like, well, I still got money right now. At least I can get some racing in. I think this might be the last opportunity I have to run for this kind of money. Because, you know, it's like we were talking, we were talking on the phone yesterday because we were preparing for life from the eighth mile, but there's so many entries that we didn't get past uh, second round last night, you know? That's right. So, but what we were talking about was, you know, at the end of the day, yes, there are big races already scheduled for next year, but we're not at next year yet, man. Those things can be just as easily canceled as they are scheduled. That's why it says tentative, you know? Sure. So at the end of the day, if the economy just falls over backwards, then it is what it is, you know? So, but, but the OG million is in fact happening this year right now. And I think that's why so many people went down there. Yep. I think, I think on the top of that, uh, bracket, uh, bracket racer, nine six two two uh, as we were mentioning just moments before that question there was a lot of spillover from that montgomery race uh that people were already on the road already there probably camped out probably had a really good time wow there's really nobody there or nothing to do um you know um and and, and stuck around you know so i i gotta say this too while, while i'm sitting here thinking about it as i watch a tractor go down the track uh shouts out to the staff for putting in a, putting in all you can with this track, I know I've seen and and heard quite a few um, moans and groans about how the track has connected, but it's seemingly looking like they have a great racing surface at, at this million right now, and that's hard work. I know they stopped right in the beginning of round one and scraped up the track. I could see cars drifting uh, a little bit towards the left there. Right lane was going towards the center. Left lane was going towards the wall. And next thing you know, they shut it down, scrape that bad boy up. So shouts out to the track uh, for to, for everybody putting up a, a good racing surface. Casey, I'm gonna yep. read Troy's uh, post here, and maybe okay. you can uh, pull off from this. But Troy Abercrombie is saying gas and interest rates are up, but business is still booming for everybody that I know. That's a good comment. What do you think about that? Well, the uh, I kind of that was kind of the route I was getting ready to go and the route I was thinking. So I'm glad Troy said that because I had forgot what I was going to say, which happens to me all the time. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that is true. And I, I want to just go off the part where he says gas, gas is up. Well, the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, is there something to be said for going into say 2023 and going off of the fact that there was a big race in Montgomery and then there's another big race and stuff like that. Is there something to be said for towing once, racing a whole bunch of times all at once, and then not racing the rest of the month in 2023? Because diesel fuel, I was I thought about this in my in my own uh, life this year, uh, just because diesel, you know, diesel is essentially what it is right now. You know, it's been like that all summer. But whenever it got up around six bucks, I was like, man, when you're talking about going 100 miles one way to go racing that starts adding up as far as you know your tow bill ends up being just as expensive as your racing when you're local racing and i was like man you know maybe maybe that's the way that people do it in 2023 maybe they don't go racing every single weekend maybe you go racing instead of going four times trying to go four times every weekend you know maybe you only go two times and you race two-day races or something maybe tracks start doing two-day programs it's quite possible i know we've uh 
we've we've mentioned that and kind of peeled the band-aid off on that subject a few times. If you haven't watched it, it's in our archives at the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel or even here on the Facebook channel, whichever one you prefer, whichever one you like uh, frequenting at. But but I do see that as a quote unquote on the to-do list for moving into 2023, and that's why I hope Michael Beard, you know, you're the man when it comes to the master schedule. Um, if that master schedule can house some of the smaller races around it, I feel like it's going to be quite useful to everyone as they plan their 2023. Um, and, and that way we can, I, we can maximize our gas. I don't mean to interrupt you, but it looks you're like good. TJ just went live on the drag coverage Facebook page as far as the uh, split. Uh, it doesn't look like they're all talking yet, but they're all getting up in the lanes, getting ready to split, and he's so, live. Hang on, guys. I'm going to get us in there. It says in his post on the Drag Coverage Facebook page, it says 24 cars left, so I was right on my count. Yep. Uh, he says the big split has been proposed at the Million Dollar Drag Race, $775,000 in the pot right now. Holy moly. And what page did you say they're on? Drag, Drag coverage. coverage. All right. Hey, uh, read, uh, read a couple of posts out of – I'm going to read this out of uh, Facebook, when, at least one of them. Um, Jock Nicholson – the economy for self-employed service people and self-employed, I feel, as a 71-year-old self-employed racer, the racing will continue. Local races may not make it weekly. I am going to local and regional 5Ks and bigger races where I can double and race a couple of days. Take take off with that, Casey, while I get us into uh, drag coverage. I agree uh, with that 100%, and uh, I actually wasn't... Uh... I never really thought about it that way. I always thought about it as an easy way to double what you're spending, you know? And then I started thinking about it and I went to Kinston, which is a local track out here by me, and they have a deal where it's $3,000 to win their local program, it's $70 entry fee single, and it's 125 double. And I was like, I was like, well, I'll just, I'll just double enter it then, you know what I mean? Because I was there, my dad was in town, and uh, I was like, well, if we're going racing, then we're really going racing, you know, because I got my Nova done. I got two brand new batteries in it and it's got an alternator so I can hot lap that thing like it's going out of style, you know. Right. And uh, I did that and I was like, man, realistically, I, I didn't do any good that day. I, I want to say, in fact, Quez the Nada Duck ended up uh, ended up taking me out. Uh, I don't know if it was third or fourth round, something like that. But uh, But yeah, I ended up not doing hardly any good and i still made like 10 runs you know and it's you know whenever you think about it then i didn't go racing the following weekend so i didn't have to tow somewhere again but i still raced just as much even though i didn't do any good that's just it's it's a good way to really kind of have a good time all the time because you can make a whole lot of runs and i'm i'm a fan of driving my race car you know like i'm not caught up like obviously i want to win and do all that kind of stuff but I'm, like my self-esteem isn't hinging on winning every single race like it used to be whenever i was a kid you know this like one door nowadays it's hang on go okay. ahead i've got i've got him coming but i've got some noise it's going on too so they might have missed you a little bit i'm gonna i'm gonna throw in the drag coverage if you guys uh know what drag coverage is i'm sure you Tommy do i get some noise down here a little bit but this is tj pruitt giving us the inside scoop uh, and uh, I'm gonna throw some some hearts and some shares and and uh, let them know. Hopefully everybody can hear. I know we don't get this opportunity to get into this type of a deal very often, but uh, listen in. I'm gonna I'm gonna juice the volume, Casey. 
Yeah, yeah. 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 Is that Okie Dokie? The guy they call Okie Dokie owns Overkill Motorsports doing the numbers? Most, I, I'm not 100% sure, but most likely. Um, and um, he's got a lot. I think he had a lot of horses in this race, so it wouldn't shock me. I, I would say that he's been, uh, he's done this math before, I believe. <laughs> I, I bet he has. Uh, get a drag coverage. We'll go up here. <laughs> what we're catching right now guys is the split and i hope you can hear me we're catching the split they are uh chopping up quite a bit of money right now as I, i'm gonna mute it a little bit they're chopping up a little bit of money right now i think i said a lot of bit the first time i should have said a lot of bit that time too but but uh, I'm going to bring us back in some more volume. Keep, keep a listening here, guys. See, I agree with uh, I agree with whoever was just talking to TJ, where they said I'll split it however they want to split it whenever there's that much money. <laughs> that much money, no question about it. As he paused a little bit, he's still here. Mitch is proposing this. We're going to go. Yeah, that is Mitchell Cleary, by the way. Got 24 yeses for this, Mitch says. So let's go here. Again, big shout out, drag coverage, for what you're doing here. We don't, we don't always get to see the inside of a split. Uh, <laughs> one of these days we will. <laughs> What's the numbers, Mitch? What's the numbers? <laughs> Three hundred thousand to win, hundred forty. Be hundred forty thousand to the runner-up, fifty-three cars, twenty-five thousand if you lose at six, fifteen thousand if you lose next round, and ten thousand to lose here. Got it, Liz. 
That's what it is. Can you read that, George? I'll write it down. I couldn't read it. I could hear it. How many of you got in, Loki? Just one. Just got one. All right. He got one thousand to lose here and 300 to win and 140 runner up. 40 to runner up. I wonder what that 300 and 200 was. 10,000 to lose this yes, round is what they're proposing. Everybody's great, good with 10 here. I wouldn't they're be good with 10. I'm, oh, I'm okay with 10. Yeah, didn't we talk about that today? Gee, what would yep. $10,000 do to my bank account right now? Exactly. So we are at, so it will be 10 to lose this round at 24 cars. Yeah, so at 12 cars, you'd get 15. At six cars, you'd be 25. In the semis, then you'd have 50. 140 to runner-up, 300 to winner. So no one's having a bad day. No. <laughs> no, I'm having a good day for you. So you can't be having a bad day. What, what, what do you mean, bad day? That's the thing, man, is that... Am I the only one that even though I'm not there and even though I don't get any part of this money, like this type of stuff is exciting to me for some reason. Like it's just, especially whenever you're seeing this type of stuff, this doesn't even happen at a professional level. Like this amount of money isn't winnable in a professional category. No. You know what I mean? No. This is after it was split back too. Right, right. If, and if it was, I go mean, ahead. I, I believe I saw on Drag Illustrated yesterday that they posted – uh, something about Montgomery and how many cars was out there, and it, it and it was six hundred forty thousand dollars. And I could only go on there and say, this is how we do it in the bracket racing world. We race for big money, okay? Big money. Yeah, man, it's a uh, old racer in here. Mopar man says, as I said, sign me up. <laughs> and ten uh, k to lose this round, sign me up. Uh, old racer says. I bought my first house for fifteen thousand yeah, dollars. Right. Uh, looks like Alan Boykin made his way out of the woods. I talked to him last night. He said he was going hunting today, so he must not have got anything because he hey, ain't cutting it up right I, now. I wish <laughs> I was there with you, Alan. I ain't been in a deer blind in too many years, man. So I missed that quite a bit. Um, one of these years. Hey, if you make some hot summer sausages, uh, overnight me a, a, a good old chunk of that, and I'll be forever in your debt, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We got Barn in here too. Barn must be taking a break from over there. He's taking a break from moderating the uh, Barn doubling the up. Motormania side. Is he doubling duties? Double duty. <laughs> Double duties. I think I'm gonna pull up Big Jed and see what's going on. I'm gonna try to keep my ears up. Hey, hey by the way, and I didn't do this either, but uh, I don't, I don't know how many races this guy right here, Dave Conley, has actually thrown or or should I say directed, but he's doing a great job, man. For, for them to have this many racers and then say if you lost second round, you're getting 300 bucks because of how good of a attendance we have here, that's pretty right. stand-up. And, and I'm going to coin the phrase from Ryan Gleghorn, at least they didn't throw all the money on top, which exactly. there's already quite a bit of money up there in the first place. So shout-out, uh, OG Million guys. Good, good job out there. I agree with that, man, because uh – that's that was something that I didn't even think about it until they until they even said it. The fact that Randy decided that oh we'll just give it to the losers of this round. There are people already who have lost. Like they don't even know they they've lost an hour ago. You know, and uh, and then he's like, well we'll just pay some people this round too because ninety nine percent of events. Realistically, other than this event, uh, I've really never heard of anybody doing that. They always want to throw it up top. You know. Right. Right. Now, I'll tell you what, this might be a good no time to probe him. 
No, nah, we got you. Uh, oh, he can't hear Sounds me. Sounds good, Josh. Yeah. Anyway, this might be a good time to send old, uh, old uh, TJ a good message and say, hey, man, join us Tuesday for uh, for the next episode of Going Bracket Racing. Because he was boots on the ground here. I'd like to get his feel for what he's witnessing right here. And uh, if you guys haven't ever uh, seen TJ Pruitt uh, live on the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel, just go ahead and scroll back a few episodes. You'll find him. He's in there. But... Um, he was out there in the, I think he was in that Monza, and uh, good looking old car too. I didn't even really, I, I guess I knew he had it, but I hadn't seen that car in a long time. So, yep, I was uh, I was texting with him a few uh, a few weeks ago, and he was he was kind of he was kind of making fun of himself because he's like, I'm bringing the Monza there, I'm bringing the Monza, <laughs> right? And I was like, do it. He's like, I'm going to. It's a, it, that car's good, man. It's I don't think it's anything special either. I think that I want to say that he said it's just like a 355 in it or something like that. I can hear Big Jed on the other screen, so I'm gonna switch us over. Get ready, guys. Let's get up, get us big up on the Motor Mania stream here and get some volume going. Let's get back to the live because I ain't live right now. So let's get back on live and let's turn. All I hear is music. That ain't good enough. Casey, we can we can talk over music, big dog. <laughs> I don't hear no music. I want to hear some talking. All right. So, Jack Nicholson, I will get cut up more as the race continues. You think? I don't know, man. I don't think they're gonna chop it much more than that. That's a that's a heck of a split all the way down the all the way down, man. Uh, you telling me if I lost right here, I get ten G's to go home with? I'll see you later. Bye. Exactly. Well, I would love to see you in the next round. Now, don't get me twisted. But I'm with Wayne Duke. I'd be fine with that, you know. Uh, whew, whew, uh, who said we need to get a GBR car in the mix, man? I feel you. I wish I was here right now with my old S-Dom and old Mo could, could, could run with these boys. I know he could. <laughs> hey, man, I'd, I'd love to be there. I mean, I've, I've been telling a lot of my buddies that, uh, to be honest with you, I just want to participate in the OG Million. Um, you know, if I, if I want some money, that'd be even cooler, obviously. But... Uh, but that's just been something I remember when the first OG million happened in the in the uh, 90s. I was I was a little kid back then. And I, I remember talking or having my dad's buddies all talking about it and everything. And it just always seemed really cool. And it's just something I always wanted to do. And one day I will end up there. I promise you that. Right. Right. As I switch it back over to TJ Pruitt's stream, he's still up here. And I'll uh, keep keep sending him on for Real now. deep one round. And, yeah, that's uh, the best part. Having Oki in it. If I take just a moment and um, send our thoughts and prayers, especially my thoughts and prayers personally. Man, that guy's got him a nice driving suit. All right, so let's make a lap, see who's in, and we'll uh, make a lap, loop on the traction side. Infamous 55 Chevrolet branded wrapped tube chassis car from the Knoxville area. We got one door truck in the mix. Two. We got two door trucks in the mix. So shot. This thing's badass. It is. Good luck, buddy. Hey, good luck to you. Will Holliman, Will Holliman, Will has been on fire. That's true. As uh, as TJ just Will's says, Will has been on fire. I agree. 
Jack Nicholas is saying, my rule is I'd have to win local at least three to five times in a year to think about going down there. You know, yep. Jack, man, I'm I'm with you. Two G's, is that what it was to enter this to? Two grand for a single entry, yeah, and then five hundred if you got to buy back. Hey, hey, Jack, that's my that's my house note, man. I can't I can't be yeah. I can't gamble my house payment now, guys. A hundred dollars to enter, yeah, count me in all day long. Or you know, I get to go to one big money race, maybe two per year. But that's me being a budget a budget man, budgeting myself as as he continues to walk through here, and you guys get to see all these dragsters. I'll cut me and Casey back on the screen here, so you can so you can get a look at us while we're talking here. But but uh, you know, I only get to race a couple of big money races per year, but it's because I've saved. Oh, uh, starting now, like I'm pretty much out of budget. Hey, wife. Loan me a couple hundred bucks for uh, next week, but uh, <laughs> but uh, but uh, that's how I get it done. So I, I get that, Jock and Lance Craft. My rule. Uh, that's who actually said this. Lance Craft said this. I'm sorry. Lance Craft says he he'd have to win three to five times. Yeah, man, I'm right there with you. That's I agree with that, and I think there's a lot of people that uh, that are in that same boat. Really, I think that uh, a lot of people that are at this race. Uh, probably said well they had a good year they have the exact same thing going on like what i was just talking about where uh you know this is like a bucket list thing for them to do they probably had a good racing year uh won a little bit of money locally and uh you know if you can win one one local race on average that's going to be somewhere around a grand or two grand well the thing is is like you can save money and you can come up with a grand it's just really hard to fork over two you know that's just how i feel anyway right right Right, I feel the same way. I can't just I can't just throw two grand. I mean, what can I get with two grand to make my race car better? Wayne Duke says I'm there next year. Hey man, I feel you. The only way I'm there next year, if you're listening, I'm usually average uh, like double o eight, double o seven. Let me, I can look if you want me to. If you want to, Eric, <laughs> what you say? <laughs> Eric White has a good idea over here. He says maybe local tracks could race for big money entries. So basically, they. I think what he's saying is, and I think there are a couple tracks that they do promotional type deals through hey. for some for some events, and yep. that's and that's. Uh, yep. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Yep. Getting ready to go down the track. I was just gonna say that. Turning it on, Dave Triplett coming out. You won't hear much out of us during the rounds. Casey, don't forget you're ahead of everybody somehow. <laughs> but but uh, I think I'll take Dave Triplin in this round, just just for the record. I don't know, man. It's obviously Dave Triplett is a uh, you know Dave Triplett's a great racer. He's won this event twice, been to three finals, but it's Aaron Vale in the other lane. So good point. Customer in the right lane, Aaron six twenty eight. Vale getting 5,500's head start on Dave Triplin in the left lane. Vale with the advantage and Aaron Vale, 12 dead, one, 13,000's package for Aaron Vale and he moves to the round of a dozen. 13 total. 16. I told you, man. Can't count him out. Is this Mikey Bloomfield? This is Bloomfield. Yep, in the truck. Left him locked out of that one. Mikey Bloomfield next up in the left lane. 619 to dial out of Ohio. 
Mississippi's Tommy Castaneda in the right. Castaneda dial 566. Bloomfield leaves first. Castaneda try to run him down. Five thousandths the difference. Advantage going to Tommy Castaneda and Castaneda moves into the round of 12, 16, dead four, taking 12 thou at the stripe, 20 package for Castaneda. Bloomfield is 21 and 11 thou. So this one coming up, this is Sean Carpenter's first entry. He Remember, he's doubled in this round. Lane 577 is the dial. Right side, that's my dog, Mitchell Reeves. Mitchell out of Birmingham area, dialed 641. Reeves getting about a seven-tenths head start in the right lane. Mitchell Reeves in control. Mitchell Reeves, 15 dead nine, 24 pack. It's safe to say if you're not 25 or better package, you will lose because every every package so far has been right around that 15 to that 25 range, I believe, if I'm not mistaken myself. Here's one of those fast cars now. This I'm telling you, this old Corvette, this old Camaro has been tearing people up. Yeah, but he's running the Malibu that has been known to go all over the country and run dead on. No matter where he is, this thing will go between 618 and 620, and it will go whatever is on the side of the car every time. He's got a 21 on it. This is Aaron Dysinger. This kid's been, this kid's been on fire. But I was excited. 621 is the dial for AD North. Dysinger, 33 dead three, moving on. Somebody gave the stripe up. 21 and 15 thou above, both. Yep, nope. Six packages. Nope, he gave the stripe Dysinger up. Both of them, 36 pack. Five. Gave it up, duck, gave it up, triple 005. Come on. Doggone it. Oh, hey, what take it, it and run. Where did it go, George? It did exactly what I said. It went what was on the dead side on. of the window. You mean he made it go dead on because I guarantee you had something in his hand. Also, on a heater, dial 582 in the S10. I feel like I've seen this flip a dial car out here in Ardmore, so I think this is uh, around this area. I've seen him a lot lately. Will Holloman's been on fire lately. Come on, door trucks. To continue his march. <laughs> towards the first OG million dollar race victory. He'll leave first on Gibson, see if he can hold him off. Flipping now, got him. Wayne Gibson. Stay behind him. This is to the round of a dozen, 15 and 17 thou above, excuse me, 27 thou above. He dropped him. Ouch. Yep. Will Holloman. Had about 30 at the stripe. To be very disappointed. 13 take 30. I told you. <laughs> he had 30 at the stripe. That's, that's not a Will Holloman move usually no. either. He got fed 30, right? Let's not get it twisted. But he had at least 30. I could see that much. That might have been one of those scenarios where you look back and look forward and you, and you look back and, you, and it's too, too late. Long. Yep. 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 Wow. Left Here goes the long cars. Out of Mississippi. 
Dial four. This will be a good race right AJ here. AJ Ash also out of Mississippi. Dial four fifty-five. Basically a heads-up race. And is in control, but Ash. AJ wow. Ash gets by. Nineteen dead zero. For Triple O what? Nineteen pack. Thirteen thou over for Bobo. Nineteen pack. There it Bobo. is again. Triple O what? Bobo's been known. He holds a lot. Triple O eight and gave the strike back. Yep. He gave the strike back. Lane AJ Ash as he advances. Oh my goodness, this is excellent racing. Oh gee whiz. The million does not disappoint. Daniel next up in the left lane. Four fifty eight is the dial. Right side, Chris Whitfield. Whitfield out of Colorado. Dial four sixty six. Both have a shot, and McDaniel gets the double breakout win. McDaniel 34 up front, 8 thou under. He advances to round number 7, Whitfield, wow. 36 and 25 thou under. Got there, 15 thou. Needed to be behind 2 thou or more. McDaniel, a 17 thou win light, moving into round number 7. Skinny Kenny Underwood next up in the left lane, 478. It's a name that this is a name that's been needing to be down in deep. Hadn't been hearing Skinny Kenny, uh, Skinny Kenny down deep in a while. So, yep, that's the truth, man. But he always shows up in the million, doesn't he? True that. From the Birmingham area, he's got a heavy hitter in that. Pretty sure this is Okie Okie Dokie's entry. Kenny Underwood. Underwood. Underwood, 25, take two to be 10 thou above. Butler, 29, dead eight. You can't beat 29 versus Kenny Underwood. Pack. I'm sorry. Can't do it. That's giving him too much room. 35 pack of Skinny Kenny. And Kenny Underwood moves to the round of 12. And Kenny Underwood's been there twice before. Right. Tucker Kanzelar in the left lane, 556, excuse me, 456. Christopher Dodd. Should have four pair left, I think. 469, right. Dodd getting 13 hun head start. A couple of young all-stars right here. Yeah, I agree with Mopar, man, here. It's a good, I'm very, very thrilled not to see red lights going on right now. I am. Um, I'd like to see a little, a few more double O's down the other side, but, but, uh, hey, it's that much money on the line. Well, man, uh, this is the time of day that I'm actually very surprised there haven't been a lot of red lights. It's Look at dusk. how dark it's on it's the tree. Dusk. Yeah, the, the tree should glare at you a little bit more right here. We talked about that quite a few times. Up. Right. We're also talking about a lot of people who are used to being this late in rounds. They might have put it in. Kanzelar, nasty lap right there. Five dead, six, eleven thou package yeah. with the pressure. Kanzelar's been doing that all day. Dodd had a chance. All day. Dodd did have a chance here. To be three thou under. Ouch. Had to, had to take, take one. one or less. So who did Kanzelar take out there? Dodd. Trim that finish line by 75%. Yep. When you put it that way, it makes you understand how difficult it was. Yeah. Yeah, he had room, but he didn't have room. It's basically what I just heard Jed say. Tom Stauber in the left lane, 486 is the dial. 
Johnny Burleson in the right, dial 440. Man, that's an awesome car. Chrome works. That is an Ultratech car. Ultratech. Ah, oh, he's red. Yeah, if you haven't, if you haven't seen it, uh, those Ultratech cars make Chromeworks cars look like junk, man. They are, they are nice. Here's a, here's a here's a call out of Troy Abercrombie. If Kenny becomes a three-time million champ, is that goat status? Considering the competition, it's gotta be. It's gotta be in the. It's gotta be in the competition, or excuse me, in the conversation, for sure, for sure. Ain't like Kenny. It ain't like Kenny. Kenny Underwood there. hadn't won on every level that there is right now, though. So Burns are out right. half track, racing Jason in the left lane. Lynch, here's Catfish and Carpenter. Yep. He's a former million. Carpenter knows exactly what he's going to run because he just went down five minutes ago. But he was in the other lane. True. Yep. It's a little bit of a wrinkle. I hope the best for him. I'm going for the doors too. Dude, uh, Sean is one of the best door car racers in the Carolina area. So it's uh, and he's been driving this car for 20 years. So you never know what could happen here, man. And uh, Jason Lynch is definitely a uh, definitely someone you don't want to see in the other lane. But Sean isn't either. A lot of times, I've had the luxury of racing catfish one time. How'd it go? I got him by 003. <laughs> <laughs> Mm -hmm. Big advantage uh, left Sorry, Doors. Yeah, I can see that. You missed the tree. Can't do nothing if you're missing it. Yeah, but to go out twice right there, Sean brought home twenty thousand dollars. Twenty G's. Racing Jason packaged him up. Yeah, he's packaged. Can't do nothing about that. Nah, I hear you, Mopar man. Mopar man's in here crying because a uh, door car didn't get through. TSR Racing Products has everything you need to make your Powerglide Turbo 350, Turbo 400, and 727 transmissions the best they can be on the street or at the track. With exceptional products, customer service, and over 30 years of experience, TSR Racing Products is always available to help their customers with any of their transmission needs. In-house machining ensures you only receive the best products from TSR Racing. Visit TSR Racing Products at tsr-racing.com or give them a call at 800-394. 5889. BRD Motorsports 3D Career Racing are able to provide you with whatever you desire to enhance your drag racing operation. Items like safety belt mounts, nitrous bottle holder, and even quick release delay box mounts are able to be obtained from BRG Motorsports 3D Printer Racing. Have a look at top selling items such as helmet hooks and steering wheel hooks, which are proven to make it easier to maneuver throughout your race. You can contact BRG Motorsports 3D Printed Racing Parts at telephone number 765-729-1177. All right, all right. Welcome back, guys. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thank you, Motormania TV, for everything you do, all the sponsors out there for Motormania to keep it free to the racers. Uh, we can't have live from the 8th mile without you. I'm going to cut us back into a race real quick, though, guys. we got one left, and I'll come back and uh, thank my sponsors as well, TSR and BRG 3D Printed Parts. One second here. Here's that race you were talking about, Casey. You said we were missing one. Yep. This door car's fast, too. Yeah, it's 480s, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Look how dark the tree is. I okay. almost guarantee you somebody's red lighting right now. I feel like somebody knows it. I, I think you hit it on the head already. Back to back triple zeros. Here's your red light. Here's your red light. Race Tarleton. If he didn't throw five in the box, and he's double O. If he's double O here, he threw five in the box. Four twenty nine. Give up a six tenths head start to race Tarleton in the left lane. Winner advances to the round of twelve. Tarleton retain his by run. Which he will still have to run for a little while. Man. But if it lands at three and if he keeps this by run, that is extremely valuable. But he's got to keep it this round. He's got to keep it next Tarleton round and the next round. That's a $100,000 difference if he keeps that. He nuked the tree. Taylor. He nuked it. Had yep. the tree advantage, but the wind light goes to Tarleton. 20 what? Race Tarleton is 33. Oh, wow. Take 13 thou at the stripe. And he goes oh, 10 wow. thou above 43. So that wasn't Bailey Ferraro. It wasn't. Taylor. Somebody else. 11. Yep, let's cut us back into the stream here. Taylor got through right there, and I knew he missed that tree. He missed that tree pretty good. The way it looked when he left the line, the Drexler definitely had the upper hand. And to be one, two, three, four, gave it forty-five hundred above. Good lord, yeah, man, you out there just whacking. Hey, but 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 it's a lot to say about these uh these fast door cars. You got to remember he's he's not done mile an hour, and okay, he's still gonna yeah. have some more mile an hour at that finish line. You got to keep that in the back of your in the back of your mind. Uh, as TJ ended his stream, we can't go back there. We'll keep up uh keep up with what's going on live here at the OG. Uh, what a what a day! That's all I got, guys. This is uh this is pretty awesome. So yeah, we're uh, I got I got the list over here right now. It looks like we got Reeves, Vale, Flippadile, yep. and the Roadster, yep, Dysinger, Castanano, something like that. Sorry, <laughs> I don't know uh -huh. I don't know what name is. Tarleton, Ash, Underwood, McDaniel, Stalba, Cancelar, and Lynch. Right, and I believe. This is one of the races that has eluded Jason Lynch for all these years. So it might be Jason Lynch. I mean, realistically, if I'm looking at this list right now, and I know you don't have it in front of you, George, I'd say if you had to say, Casey, who are you picking right now? I mean, I'm torn between A.J. Ash and Jason Lynch, to be honest with you. Right, right. Um, right now, I'm honest. Jason Lynch and A.J. Ash, they're going to have to race each other. They're in dragsters, so I, I don't think that there's a split. There, it's door car, door car, dragster, dragster down to I the end. If I'm not mistaken myself, they're going to be racing each other pretty soon. I thought that they were on a ladder by now, probably. That would but be that sure. would be fine by me. But I think we only seen one door car versus dragster matchup, and that's because somebody was doubled. Am I wrong? Well, um, I don't think so. I mean. It's hard to say. I know I would almost guarantee you they're going to be on a ladder now because they're at 12 cars. It sure. usually happens at 16, so they might not have been that round. Sure, sure. Man, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, we're back, and, uh, and I didn't get a chance to say thank you to TSR and BRG. You guys rock. Um, thanks for everything that you do. I know you guys, uh, if you have business that you do, you need to get an advertisement going on here. Going Bracket Racing is a good, stop to sh uh, a good place to stop at. 
getting closer to that 200,000 mark uh, reached per stream, Casey. So, um, or per month, should I say? So, that's a pretty big doggone number. Um, you, you see that your ad here sign right there? Hey, put your name in there if you'd like. Just give us a call. Uh, fixing used race cars got his money on Underwood. Eric White, yep, so right, George. Happened to me last week. Give it back. 003 to a fast door car. Yeah, man, you got to remember, they're going to keep closing. It's it's a 480 door car, okay? It, it's not a... it's. It's not a dragster, number one. So I believe in here that this old, that 420 car ran up on him was like, hey, number one, killing that much makes me think he wasn't holding much. Casey, let's have that conversation real quick, okay? To be 4,500 above. Yeah. Could you have yeah. really been holding that much? No, man. That's why I think that I really think that he got around him. I think he got to whacking the throttle, and I think he gotten uh, gotten kind of the whacking the throttle habit. Whenever you get to, whenever you do it like three times in a row, it's like that fourth time is just habit. And I think he whacked it one too many times and let his man around him. I think you're right, man. I think that, and and once you get that one final whack, you still got to take into consideration that this car is going to run above 140 mile an hour. This isn't a six a six flat car a 605 or me and mo well i run 117 miles this ain't that okay mm -hmm. so that one last whack i i wrote it down right here because i wanted to talk about it give it back triple o we heard that twice twice and i'm talking by by pretty good dog on racers we heard it being given back twice by triple o so it just goes to show you man it's it sometimes sometimes that one whack will get you in a world of trouble. I'm pretty sure all of us have experienced that, especially you, Eric White, by 003 that last uh, last time out. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, we've all been there, man. The uh, I like uh, Bracket Racer 9622 here saying that's why everybody should just have fast door cars. Yeah. They're cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know you're building the, uh, the old Firebird to be pretty quick. Uh, I know my dad has put put the big motor back into the Corvette. It's gonna be pretty quick, maybe slowed down just a little bit, but uh, making a whole lot of steam under the hood of that old Corvette. So I believe that car's got every bit of high 460s in it, but we don't need to move that fast, I don't think. So you'll see it slowed up to about the 80s or the 90s, I bet. Yeah, man, I just, uh, I mean, realistically, kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier, whenever we were just filling the air earlier, um, I just, th my Firebird's kind of going to be a deal eventually, I'll bracket race it, but it's something kind of to play with and just kind of go to test and tune and stuff and uh, and mess around with for a little while. And once I get it lined out, then I'll have it out there running some sort of uh, some sort of bracket races for sure around on a, on a local type deal. Um, until then, of course, I got the Nova, you know. Sure. Uh, Dave, Dave out there at Galati runs the lanes at Galati. He calls the Nova Old Faithful. <laughs> so <laughs> always can uh, always can turn to the Nova until the Firebirds are ready anyway. <laughs> My old man's called me twice. I know he doesn't know I'm live, so I ain't gonna call him back yet. But but uh, getting down to the nitty grid right about now, man. So um, twelve cards remain. What are we gonna What are we gonna see next round? Um, I believe in the next round it ought to be dark completely, and that things might get a little bit interesting. As far as for the tree goes, I know that at dusk, and this is just me personally, guys. I don't know if you guys uh, have this down to, you know, to how you how you race when you're in a car. But when it goes dark, I I get a little bit slower off the hit. 
Um, now at dusk, I get faster, but all of a sudden I get slower. I don't know if it's because if it's in the dark. Let me be honest. Watch this, guys. I do this quite a bit, and I, I don't know if anybody else does this. I'm gonna try to depict it as best as I can uh, with a little experiment. But watch this. You see my tree flashing, right? Okay, check this out. Whenever I go up here and do this, look how dark it gets on that tree. That's what I feel like's going on, and I try to do a little practicing like this to where, you know, I get a chance at um, hitting it in the dark like this. But I am slow like this here. I'll, I'll even do this a little bit, kind of take a little light on, a little off. But just saying, uh, that I know I know enough about myself to know that if you're not, if you're not, you might have added five for dusk, but I think you might want to take that five and maybe five more out for darkness. That's just me, okay? So... What do you think, Casey? You have a you have a tell whenever it comes to dark time, or you just do the same thing and hope for the best? Uh, it just I, I do a lot of stuff off feel, man. Like I know a lot of people, a lot of people, uh, you know, practice certain scenarios, and a lot of people have theories on everything. Uh, I mean, I realistically go up there, and I've done this forever. It's always it's always worked for me. It's how I was taught to do it from my dad. Um, and it's like, do you feel tired? Because if you feel tired, it doesn't matter what that tree looks like because you're going to be slow. Like the, the fact of the matter is Ken Jones always, always says the cards don't lie. And the reason he says that is because back in the day, you used to have actual handwritten cards. They weren't time slips. They were cards. And he always told us the cards don't lie. You just have to believe what that card says. And if you feel like you hit it and that says that you're 28 on the tree, you need to take it out because guess what? You're going to go up there again. You're going to hit it again. You're going to know you hit it. You're going to be 24 and you're going to lose, yep. you know, and that's, you just got to do it, man. Like that's the reason, you know, for example, they have Johnny Bracken racer right now on motor mania getting interviewed as one of the million winners. Guess what? The year after he won the million, that was the next year. He rounded up the very first SFG 525, and he's he's constantly in the finals. He's constantly winning. I know you know this, George, because he runs down there around you a whole bunch and dominates that area along with the Penningtons. But guess what? All you know, every once in a while, JBR will red light one away, and that's probably something he could have won. But you know, you got to set up tight and you got to trust yourself. And I think the reason Johnny is so good is because I think Johnny trusts himself and his feeling and, and what everything is like more than anybody that's racing right now. Yep, I think that's a, a very true statement. A very true statement, as a matter of fact. And I, it's just a fact that I trust myself to know that I'm going to be a little slower at night. So I'm pulling that 5,000, okay? And if I had a 5,000 to compensate for dusk, well, I'm going to pull that one and another 5, or at least another 3, but something's coming out. You know what I mean? Um, so I've got Mike Nelson in here saying he runs uh, five teens at 134 through 136 in his door car. He says it's fast. It's a lot of fun. And uh, and uh, he loves racing dragsters where most dark car people don't. Um, I, I, I will. I'll take your thought, Mike, and, and, and take it into my consideration. I've never driven a dragster. Casey, I know you have. Uh, considering I just read uh, on, on the other side here, I read uh, Fixing Used Race Cars uh, comment where he says, what do you know, Casey has a different car coming again. Last time <laughs> I had, what, a, what is that, four this year? It might be four Fixing Used Race Cars. I don't know. <laughs> but old Casey yeah, well, has a new car just about every other month, it seems like. But yeah. uh, I, went so, on a, I went on a streak there for a while where I kind of went off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> I've never ran a Draxer, and I told my dad the other day, I said, hey, dad, it's, it's, 
getting time for me to get in one of those dragsters for one reason and one reason only. I don't necessarily want to own a dragster because guess what? I don't have the garage space for a dragster. I don't have an enclosed trailer. I have an open uh, trailer. Uh, but I want to run a dragster just for the simple fact that I need to know how they close on a door car. Exactly. I need and that's to know what it. I was going to say. Is I that need to know it for that main reason. I, I think it is highly beneficial to run all kinds of different race cars, fast door car, slow door car, fast dragster, slow dragster type things, if, if possible. And I know that's not exactly, you know, in the cards for a lot of people. But if you have the opportunity... It just helps you understand what's going on so much more as far as the race developing going down the track because you've been in every position at that point. That's the reason why a lot of these guys, for example, Will Holloman, who who wins in everything you put him in, he can win in a dragster, he can win in a, a mid mid uh, speed, I guess you would say, door truck, he can win in a door car, he can win in anything, and that's because he drives everything. You know, and that's the reason I think that he does so good, too. He's one of the best stripe drivers in the game right now. It's a fact, and, and, and it doesn't matter if he's against a slow car or a fast car. He's seemingly, he's going to have a few dimes or a few nickels in his pocket. Okay, he's going to have a little change in there. Uh, and, and, and then get rid of it to drop it back to dead on almost effortlessly, which is pretty, uh, that's the best word that I can use. Uh, and it's a good word for the moment. Uh, I see Bracket Racer 1 saying JBR is the best right now. He's definitely among the best. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely, there's no, there's no taking that back. Like Casey said, I get to watch him a little bit. Being here, I'm right down here, and I get to race in uh, Northern Dallas a little bit, and that ain't very far from where uh, where the Ezels are. So, uh, definitely, man, it's definitely, um, uh, definitely a good comment there. See, Crew Chief Pro Software chiming in there. Hey, welcome in, Mr. Higgins, and. Uh, uh, is it Don? What's his last name? Is it Higgins, yeah. right? Yeah, I thought Don so. Higgins. Yep. If, you, uh, if you want to learn about Crew Chief Pro Software, we did a uh, long interview with uh, Don Higgins. as one of our guests on our Tuesday show that's live every Tuesday at uh, 5 o'clock Eastern Time, 4 Central on Facebook and YouTube. And uh, and obviously we get it on podcasts as well. You can, you can go listen to podcasts, but Don fully explained crew chief pro software kind of how he came up with it and how it works and the ins and outs of it. it's a great uh, very informative show to watch if you're uh, at all interested in et prediction software uh he's, he's got a great one over there so go check that episode out i'm gonna be honest with you after watching that show i i've already began to line my ducks in a row dead presidents whatever you want to call them a couple <laughs> of benjamins whatever i'm gonna need here but i, I will have crew chief pro software come 2023 if i don't have it by the end of this week to be honest because i'm going to be out racing at xrp for the halloween race the air is going to be substantially better than what it's been every time i've been out there i've got that old yellow jigs log book and i'm lazy i'd love to be able to take a laptop open up crew chief pro check my weather put my data log in there and i've got about 10 other buddies thinking about doing the same thing so casey man that's going to definitely be part of my my uh my racing rig next year what about you yeah, man. Uh, I mean, you know me. You never know what I'm doing week to week. Ever. Um, I got the Nova. The Nova squared away. I even got new tires on it already, which, right. by the way, I've heard from uh, some insiders that deal with a lot of tire stuff that there's going to be another tire shortage. So if you need some for your car next year, you need to get them ordered now. Um, and I also heard that uh, there's a lot of people going back to Goodyear's, too. If you noticed, if you noticed, Nick Hastings has Goodyear's on the back of his car right now. Let me be honest with you, didn't Goodyear buy Mickey Thompson? 
So don't yes. they have the best of both worlds when it comes to knowledge and, and what it would take to put a good bracket tire on a track? I I personally don't I run believe. Hoosiers. Don't get me twisted. Yeah. I'm a Hoosier guy. Yeah, so, right? so do I. I. And realistically, that's just because, you know, my buddy Champs, one of my best friends, <laughs> and he's buddies with Lucas Walker, and Lucas Walker deals in Hoosier. If Lucas right. Walker dealt in Goodyear, I'd probably have those. Right. You know, it's just I don't believe the uh, – I don't believe the hype with all the people freaking out about tires with this, tires with that. Some people say that these tires shake, those tires shake, and then you go and look, and then there's somebody going a full second faster than you. That isn't shaking. You know, it's it's car setup. It's and people want to blame it on something else. Realistically, I don't. I don't. I've won races on every major brand tire. Right. And, I think I think I'm experiencing that firsthand too. I think um, uh, as I as I find my place with Omo. He's got new shocks on him. He's a four-link car. Um, I feel like there may be a few more adjustments left, maybe even adding weight in the back of that Joker because those back, the back of those S10s, and, and, and I'm new to the S10 game, but the back of those S10s, they are pretty light as it is. So, um, you know, I think there's a lot to go uh, behind what you're saying, Casey. It's not always going to be the tire's fault, the reason why you're not repeating 60 foot to the thou, right? Exactly. I mean, an old tire is bad and a new tire is good, and it doesn't really matter what's what. Um, you know, everybody that also says, I, I always kind of laugh about it, and I know it's totally different compounds and everything, but it is funny to me that people complain about, you know, uh, t certain tires shaking or certain tires are better than others, and then you sit here and you're like, every top fuel dragster and top fuel funny car in the country runs Goodyear tires, every oh, alcohol funny car. Seems like it's on Hoosier tires. Right. Every Pro Mod runs Hoosier tires, <laughs> you know, or Goodyear tires. I mean, right. it just doesn't make sense to me. Hey, let's cut this back in here. We got drag coverage live again, and uh, looks like they're about to do some talking. Maybe we will see another split. Shocking. Turn some of that noise down. I don't know what the heck that was. Uh, But no, Casey, man, I think uh, I think it's going to be a good year next year. I think that uh, I think that there's a lot of new things that's going to be happening in my stable as far as for am I going to be on uh, on a carburetor or am I going to go injection? That's up in the air. Um, so going to be some things going on. Let's turn this up and hear what's going on here. Can only imagine how things are feeling inside of those final 12 competitors. The nerves and the excitement, all that stuff happens when you're out of the car. Kanslar was deep here two years ago. As Nick Pope said, the winter circuit, some at 50k winners. 20 to lose here, 40 to lose the next round. 20 to lose here, 40 to lose the next round. Is that different? Come back out here and show us some great uh, yeah. It was it was gonna be fifteen and twenty-five. Huh. Twenty to lose here, catfish. Twenty to lose here. Jason's good with it. Got race up there, so must have took more out of the time. Seymour. I'm gonna call oh, my dad I'm back sorry, real quick. I know he's got some questions. I'm gonna mute my mic for a second. Mitchell Reeves coming off a win.
last week, we still hanging tight in the Nova. Mitchell Reeves. Yeah, it says 20 to lose here, 40 to lose the next round, and we'll get the, the rest of it once. Hey, you're welcome, Jerome. Twenty, forty, and sixty. Twenty to lose this round, forty to lose the next, sixty to lose the next round. I think they said three hundred something left in the finals. We'll find out here once they get the pairings. That's right, Reeves, 20 to lose. Sir. Really Hey, by the way, Kate, my dad on the phone. I, I'm on the phone with so the winner. And runner pick already win. He takes catfish. I take AJ ass. I think they're gonna have to race each other. Everything structured from here on. Before that happens. <laughs> All right. <Yeah. laughs> And he said, "Don't, don't, don't sleep on Skinny Kenny <laughs> Underwood nice. either, because he's still in it." Appreciate it. Okay, <laughs> well, that's the true statement, right? Right. Still in. You still in. <laughs> Good job, Race. Hey, Aaron Dysinger's left too, Casey. Hey, you taking doors? Are you taking doors? Hey, chat. Who are you guys taking to win this thing? Jennifer's not too cold now. It's been in the 30s yeah. all week. Yep, Dysinger's still in it too. So he's been he's been hot. So, yeah, Casey, that was uh, that was my dad there. Of course, he's he says he's taking catfish, and I said so, it before. You do you can't give that guy, you can't give him round after round after round after round after round because he's catfishing you at that point. All right. So, yeah. So I couldn't I couldn't hear what they were saying. I heard they were doing. So it was ten. It was ten last round. If you lost. Then now they're redoing the split right now. They changed it. It was going to be 15 to lose this round, 25 next. Now it's 20, 40, 60. So they yep. must have cut some out of the top, in they my cut opinion. A, they cut a little bit more out. So, Monty Howard, what was the winner and runner-up money? It was 300 and something to win it. Okay, Or or shall I say, I think it's 300 and something to win it. Um, with that last split, it got changed. So I don't mm -hmm. have the exact numbers up top anymore. At first, it was three hundred something to win it, Monty. Uh, we'll get the uh, we'll get the uh, get the extreme, get the uh, inside scoop from from drag coverage here in a little bit. Jim Davis is taking Skinny Kenny. I know Mopar man is going to take Doors. I'm going to go to YouTube real quick. I know Mopar is going to take Door Car. Uh, let's see who Mopar is taking. He hadn't picked anybody one yet, um, so I don't know, man. What you what you what you calculating? What you, what you got, Casey? I got it now. So. So the, the purse structure now, as it stands, it was 10 grand to lose last round. They have now changed from here on. 
It's going to be 20,000 to lose this round. It's going to be 40,000 the following round, 60 the following round. And then the winner and runner up will be 215,000 to win, 140,000 to runner up. Wow. So it's it's like fixing used race cars in here said someone who didn't want to split it enough must have lost. That's that's obviously that has to be what happened. Somebody um, hanging out. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So so everybody's happy now, I'd say, whoever took them out. <laughs> so let's we got some choices in here. I got Monty Howard chiming in. At first I thought him say he's taking a dragster. Let me see here. And then he says I'm taking Dysinger. That ain't no dragster, but it's a good choice. Uh, Dysinger is a very good choice. Very good choice. Uh, no, 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 I'm sorry. I, I read it wrong. He didn't say I'm taking the direction. He said I'm taking Dysinger. That's a good call. It's a good. It's a great call. Um, the guy just came off of a win, didn't he? Dysinger's been winning all year, dude. He runnered up in, uh, at, at what was supposed to be the uh, the 1.1 million in Michigan. Yeah. Uh, Dysinger, I want to say, runnered that up to that uh, purple car that I believe was one of the one of the McCarty cars for a while. I think. Right. But, uh, but yeah, Dysinger, Dysinger, ever since, I mean, I think it was a little before that, but I know since then, he's been on fire since then. And like I said, that car, in my opinion, as long as he stays on the tree, that probably is the best pick, really, out of this entire list. As long as he hits the tree, because that's the most consistent car out there right now. But he got away with one last round, didn't he? Am I right about that? I believe so. I believe he might have, uh, he might have give it back to him. Yep. Mm -hmm. Somebody give it back to him. So that might have been the one he needed. That might everybody needs a lucky round. That might might have been the lucky round he needed to get to the finals. I think that's Champ on the stream. Uh, shout out Champ's performance, by the way. One of our other sponsors, uh, back in the Going Bracket Racing YouTube channel. Can't do it without you guys. Thank you very much. I feel like the lanes is one of the coolest parts. I think he's right. He said the lanes is one of the coolest parts right now. Uh, I guarantee it because everybody's in the lanes. And uh, everybody's having a good time. There's old Paige Hamlin right there. So, I'd like to. I'd like to have seen my my choice Scooter Hamlin be able to get some races in. And um, I think he threw a rod. He had a hole in his uh, oil pan. That's never a good sign. So no, that's a bad day. Um, pretty sure he threw a rod there. Did everybody see the the? Nova wagon, the orange Nova wagon, standing on the bumper uh, yesterday to 300 yep. foot. <laughs> yep, we did. I've seen a lot of people ask to buy that car back. You know, yep. uh, a lot of people saying that he's got to be in the next round. So, I know, guys, you might hear a little bit more background noise than normal. I know you hear my computer fan screaming, but my uh, my noise canceling product is out of three minutes. So, uh, we, we we do going bracket racing on a budget as well. It'll get better. Trust me. <laughs> Look at here. We got old Quez in here right now. The Afternoon, duck. boys. It's nighttime, Quez. Quite a few door cars. Yeah, man. This is uh, this is just a crazy million, dude. Like, I mean, there hasn't been the the typical last couple years worth of craziness going on. I know that there were a lot of people uh, at least earlier in the week. Uh, and I know they did a lot of track maintenance right after door car first round. Yep. Now, what's crazy to me is, is that on one hand, you're like, well, man, maybe the track isn't that good. I mean, obviously, it's good now. After they prepped it, it's good ever, ever since they were scraping on it and whatnot. But I thought it was interesting that, you know, some cars were having severe issues and other cars were having no problem at all. So 
it's just funny to me. And it's the same type of car, too. It wasn't like all fast door cars are having a problem or all slow door cars with small tires or whatever. It was like, it was a scenario where, um, you know, there'd be a car blow the tires off. There'd be another 69 Camaro right behind that running the same ET and he'd pull the wheels, you know? So is the chassis set up? Is that the problem? You know, and it's, we go track to track. That's that's one good reason to have, Casey, I know you have one. I don't have one quite yet, but it's one good reason to have a, 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 a grid or some form of way to get data. We talk about that. I'm going bracket racing quite a bit. And it's another reason to have, um, a way to adjust if it is shocks if it is your double adjustables whatever you whatever you got so i think there's a lot of merit behind what you're saying in the early rounds for door cars the hard part is you'd had to been out there watching to be able to see that the track was letting go a little bit that's the hard part in my opinion where you're coming up and it's like oh well every car is getting loose and heading to the left do you make an adjustment mid-fly is the other point. right what do you do well, I mean, I've always been one to to think that, first of all, it doesn't pay anything to win uh, second round. It doesn't pay anything to win third round type thing. In this case, it does, but usually it doesn't. So I've always been of the opinion that maybe you can luck your way past this round by not changing something, but eventually you're going to get down to the money. Whenever you're down in the money, people didn't luck their way to the money usually, and they're going to stomp you into the ground because your car isn't working right. And you should have taken that opportunity to fix it, in my opinion, or at least try to do something. Because typically, if you do nothing, then uh, if you do nothing, you're eventually going to be a sitting duck. You're going to be a Quez the Duck. <laughs> uh, 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 yep. So, hey, I got a, a tip in the chat here. Thanks, Jim Davis. I don't have a sock in here. I know I was mentioning that uh, my, my noise might be getting a little bit, uh, you know, going to get some disturbance because my noise canceler ran out of minutes but uh he says put a sock over the mic that might help i don't know why i didn't think about that that is a pretty good idea i don't have a sock in here but i do weight lift uh three times a week in my uh my weight lifting gloves in here so i threw that on top see if that helps a little bit <laughs> there's uh quez saying over here you could see bald spots on the on the live feed even earlier and fixing to use race cars says he saw him too the track was down to bear yep so I guess it was peeling up. I mean, I know it's been cold out there. I know it's been dewy. And I also, Quez might know this actually, uh, but I want to say there are actually two different types of traction compounds, one for colder weather and one for warmer weather. And a lot of the reason they have problems, um, a lot of the reason people have problems, or maybe it's a way you mix it different or something like that. But when people have problems, it's because they're trying to use that hot weather setup for the entire year rather than switching over to the to the new style i, I don't know if it you know because you mix i think you mix alcohol actually with the traction compound and that's how you make your special sauce or whatever you want to call it sure sure yeah cutting it cutting it with alcohol or, or trying to get your ratio right and and uh and you know but as i said before in the beginning of the stream good job to the guys over here at the montgomery uh, capital city i believe is what it's called now and uh, you guys had your hands full early on. I know I, I read Facebook. News never sleeps. I like to be up to date uh, so that I can give going bracket racing YouTube fans, followers, Facebook followers, everybody a kind of an in-depth look at what's going on behind the scenes. So um, definitely have seen and heard a few complaints that I'm not probably going to hear after today. I'm pretty sure of that. Um, and because it looks like we got a pretty good racing surface right now. So some tracks need to be ran in a little bit more than others, you know. You try to take and put 
so many cars down it, you know, just got to have a little bit of rubber down there. But Jack yeah, Nolan. Jack, yeah, you see uh, go that? ahead. Yep, yeah. Jack Nolan's chiming in. PJ1 is mixed with methanol. It has to be, but if you use VP, it's already cut down. Yep, that, that makes sense. That makes sense. So maybe uh, oh, maybe as far as VP stuff, do we got some cars lining up? I'm looking. See them moving. Nothing yet. Um, so maybe that goes back to the whole deal of if VP is pre-cut, then in theory you would be ordering a special formula like, you know, because they would cut it more or less, I would think, to work in different types of conditions. So maybe that's what I was thinking then. Potentially. Potentially. Uh, one Firebird, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for stepping in and, uh, and, and sitting with us. We're talking about the OG million, the granddaddy of them all. $640,000, I believe, was the grand total, Casey. If you can correct me if I'm wrong there. But, man, they've yep. done some serious chopping to that old 640000 it's still going to equal out to a very, very, very big payday, life-changing payday for somebody. Casey, who do we have in the race left that is a relative no-namer? Is there one? I don't really think there's a no-namer, per se. I mean, I've heard of all these guys' names, but, of course, with what we do, we kind of always do. I think that, uh, you know, I mean, Aaron Vale, he hasn't been around uh, he hasn't been around, it seems like, this year as much as he was going racing in the last couple years. But Aaron Vale is somebody who I think could definitely pull this off. And usually the reason I think that a lot of people aren't understanding who Aaron Vale is also is he's the guy that runs the uh, – he has a red 93 or 4 Firebird that goes about 660s or something like that. And that's what people are usually used to seeing. But – I really like this second-gen Firebird. I think it's cool. People don't have them. He's even got the little hood scoop up on there, like the stock-style hood scoop, 455 uh, deal. And uh, I really like that car. I, and I think if he pulls this off, he'll have another nice car next year. <laughs> right. Here we go. I see some cars pulling in. Oh, flip a dial. Wayne Gibson next up in the left lane. Five flat is the dial. He's in the roadster, right side, my dog, Mitchell Reeves. Mitchell one. I feel like I just muted it, I'm sorry. Jamie, 641. Mitchell getting almost a full second head start. Winner to the quarterfinals. So Reeves is going home with twenty thousand dollars. Can you be mad? You oh can't my be goodness! Mad about Heartbreaker that. for Mitchell Reeves. Gibson. Wow. Kicks the door in and goes to the round of six. Hey Casey, they're on a ladder because I see a door car versus a dragster. So you're right about that, big dog. Left lane racing, Jason. Four forty-one is the dial. Lynch chasing Castaneda. Tommy Castaneda dial five sixty-six in the right. There's one door car in the round of six. Can Castaneda make it two? 
Door cars, baby. A score one for the loan cars. I don't know if I like the color of that Camaro, but it sure is nice. It's a pretty car. It's like a mustard orange almost. Like like gray coupon. <laughs> Jason Lynch. Nope. Yeah. Lynch with the wind light. 15 and 6 thou under. Castaneda is 6, take 10. So, so far, me and Big George are still in the race then, right? You yeah. picked it with me? Yeah. This is going to be a good race right here. Castaneda needed to get on the brakes, bro. Had to take nine or less. Yep. Or get behind. Took ten. <clears throat> so far, both the first two pair decided by a foul each. Next this is going to be a very good race. Ash, dial 453 in the dragster. My pick. Right side is Aaron Vail. Vail. Ooh, this is a dog fight. Firebird dialed 627. Three and a half bulbs head start. Going to Aaron Vail. Over a full tree. It'll be a large spot to the door car. Oh, the wheels. Big chase. AJ Ash advances to the round of six. 33 and 13 thou above, 46 total. Fail 48 up front. No 46 chance. total. Ash had him locked out. Not, not spectacular runs this round so far. Uh, yeah, but remember what I was saying that you're going to be late. I turned off the lights. And I tried to do what I could to tell you that you're going to have to pull some. It's dark out there now, man. I know that ain't everybody, but this sure as heck is me. 87 mm -hmm. is the dial. Right side, the lone remaining former million dollar winner, and he's done it twice. Skinny, Kenny Underwood. Underwood dial 479. Underwood got cracked. Seven dead two. He got cracked. Thou total. Nine thou. So we will have a brand new winner then for the OG million officially because that's that's all of them. Right. He got seventeen change. As Staba laid him down a nine pack. Nine. Left lane is Tucker Cancelar. Four fifty four. The dial for Tucker. Right. Jed's mic is cutting out a little bit. It's okay. Cancelar versus Dysinger. This is a dog. This is a dog fight. Dysinger missed the tree last hit, man. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to be sharp right here. At least you know he can trust his car. He got, oh yeah, he's on that 621, but he got to be sharp. He trusts his foot. He's carrying. I promise you, he's got numbers in the pocket. can hold him off. Dysinger missed, I think. Hold on. He missed. Car ran dead on though. Just like I said, that car is good, man. If if he ever puts that for sale, need to buy. Thirty. Thirty dead six. Ouch. 
Well, the Draxers are putting these door cars on the trailer right now, Casey. What, we got one door car through right now? Well, we got the fast door car pulling up right now. Right. And, and I don't consider flipping dial a, uh, a door car, by the way. That's a that. So, so no door cars right now? Right lane nope. is Cody McDaniel. Not yet. McDaniel dial 458. Door car in the left lane getting a small three-tenths head start. This should be the last pair, I believe. Carlton sitting on the bye trying to retain it at the round of six. Wow. So we got one door car. Oh, we got timed out. <laughs> oh, that's not good. That is not good. Somebody go cry all the way home or back to the staging lanes to, to plead his case. Back out of the lights. Oh, my God. Gets a stress-free ride into the round of six. So we got one door car in. It's a fast door car. Right. Tough way to exit the program. Tough way. Tarleton will carry the bye. One more time, and if it can turn on a wind light. Oh, yeah, carrying the bye. Yeah, remember, that's the, that's the drama behind this thing. This guy's, if he wins this next round, he's going to the final. You know what this is, George? This is him having that happen in this fast door car and carrying this by. You know what this sounds like? This sounds like exactly what we were talking about, what happened with Stevie Dustin coming from 23rd all the way to winning the championship. It was the exact same amount of rounds that Stevie needed to do to get to the finals to win the championship at VMP Triple Threat, and he did it, so we know it's possible. And all that this guy has to do, Tarleton, all he has to do is win next round. He is guaranteed to show up in the final which is a value if they don't change it, and I assume that they probably won't change it anymore, that that means that basically him winning this next round, this is the value of it. If he loses next round, he gets $40,000. Oh, no, that what a terrible thing, right? right. Only forty grand. Right. But, but think about it like this. If he wins next round, he yeah, is guaranteed $100,000 more because he is guaranteed to go to the finals. Going to the finals. Oh, I mean, that's that's nuts. I'm waiting on drag coverage. He ain't live yet, but I'm waiting on him. Um, make sure I got my notifications on. Guys, you see that like button? Let me make this big real quick. Let me make this big. Pretty sure all you probably have already done this, but you see that like button right here? My mouse is over the top of it. You know, if you just want to give that all a click, if you're on drag coverage or going bracket racing, give that a click right there. That'll give you everything you want. Notifications, all that good stuff. Uh, but uh, I want to make sure I know when he goes live because he's giving us a pretty good look from the staging lanes. Uh, and uh, I'm enjoying that. Casey, man, one door car. One. And, I, hey, as I mentioned before, I think we got away with one that last round. Mm -hmm. Lightning doesn't strike twice at the million, okay? No. Not this late in the round. Gee, that was lightning right there. That, that was... He had on his lucky draws. That's what that was. Or, or he had one sock on, one sock off the previous round. Um, yep. And it just couldn't get away with that. Hey, heck of a showing, though, for Dysinger, man. Guys showing up and winning everything. Yeah, man. Like, you know, kind of like I was saying earlier about the whole deal of, oh, oh, you know, terrible deal to lose right there. But him losing right there, he gets $20,000. You know what I mean? I just, it's, just twenty grand. Yeah, I mean, you're talking that people are people who lost at uh, that round of 24 
are taking home more money than a lot of people who what what used to be known as a big money race. That's what they're taking home for losing right there. Right. You know. Right. So let's look at this chat real quick. He says, uh, and we're kind of going back before the last round started here with a couple of these. But Wayne Duke says the track was good last year in the cold weather. I think Wayne, you're referring to the guaranteed million. I think. Don't you can tell me if I'm wrong, Wayne, but I think you're referring to the guaranteed million where Brandon Mass of Mass Traction was behind the track where Larice was running three eighties like, mm -hmm. with your breath showing out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. That, you know. Um that was I think that was the guaranteed million. I think. So. I'm not hundred percent certain on that, but right. uh but when Brandon Mass shows up things uh stay sticky, I can tell you that. Jack Nolan, Aaron is gonna spray and drop, and I'm calling it. Man, he would have had to spray off the starting line because 30 ain't gonna cut it. <laughs> yep, yep. But I have the guy has to be racing with something in his pocket. He has to because he's dead on seemingly every single run, Casey. That leads me to believe that he can get back to dead on. Where am I taking those thought processes from? And that whole thought process of getting back to dead dead, dead on? Well, that's Johnny Brackett Racer. He says it. Mm -hmm. I can get back to dead on just about any time I want to. And that's what yeah, I think he's doing. And you have to. That's what a lot of people forget about. That's right. that's number one number one rule about holding anything. But the thing that I wanted to uh, mention about this whole deal of this particular round is uh, not really any stellar runs. Like honestly, none of these runs should have been a, a winner. It's just they nine, all... to nine total was pretty stellar. Nine yeah, but that's only one. Yeah, you know, one. I, I figured that that would have been happening, you know, every round at this point, but it doesn't seem like it is. And I wonder, I wonder why, uh, I wonder why that's the case because, uh, you know, when you have names like, you know, especially AJ Ash and Jason Lynch. Now, needless to say, they did win that round, but I just I expect that to happen at this point in the OG Million. Whenever you're talking about who was there, like we had Underwood in, we had lots of people in that were big names, you know. Right, right. Man, all I know is um, AJ Ash is still alive. Catfish is still alive. And that is cause for worry for everybody left in the race, in my opinion. Um, mm -hmm. Cancelar looks pretty tough. I think that's who it is. Tucker Cancelar still in here. Um, he looks pretty tough. And that old door card is going to be tough to take down, too. Uh, because he... Let's be honest, and let's talk about this for a quick second. You know you have the buy run going to the final. If you get across this next line, what do you have to lose but setting up double O something low? That's all I got. Yeah, I, don't, I don't care if your effort puts you on the double O SHIT show. You had better go out there and set double O and shoot for the moon. That's all I got. I agree, man. Now, uh, it's funny that you said that your dad was calling you. Now, my dad's texting me here, asking me who won a million. So, down to, what are we down to, six? Six, yep. Jack Nolan, whatever happened to the SFG million and the Great American Guaranteed million? It is, is it only the OG million that's still around? Currently, and there's, there's a few caveats to go behind the OG million. I will say that. Uh, you call it a million all you want to, but the first two that you named... I do believe those are the only two races that have paid out one million cool hundred uh, one million dollars. Casey, you can correct me if I'm wrong. The OG is just, in my opinion, the most prestigious race on the planet. Period. When it comes to bracket racing, 
So, Jack Nolan, at this point in time, I think the SFG million is just going to be the half million still. And Great American isn't having any millions at this point. Um, um, we got that news directly on going bracket racing from Galen and Britt himself, if I'm not mistaken myself, Casey. Yeah. Yeah, man. The, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, the, the fact of the matter is with the OG million, the reason why it is the way it is, is just like we were talking about on Tuesday's show. It's just, it is the longest running mega money bracket race in, in the country. Everybody wants to win it. Just look at the names that are on that list and who they, who they are now. Like, I mean, uh, the names that are on that list, I don't have it in front of me at the moment, but I know Troy Williams is on there. Gary's on there multiple times. Kenny Underwood's on there multiple times. You saw him down right now. Like Dave Triplett, he's on there multiple times. He was just in it too. I mean, it's just the people who are on this list, Edmund Richardson, you know, he's on there. Um, it's just the people who are on this list are people that you just constantly associate with winning and not wanting them to be in the lane next to you. Johnny Bracker racer, you know, like it's all those guys have won this race and it, it's so elusive to a lot of people, including Scotty Richardson. I want to say Scotty Richardson has been to some, the most finals or semifinals or whatever in million history and never, never can uh, close the deal for various reasons, but he's won every other thing there is to win. You know what I mean? But he, he wants that so bad. And it's just, it always seems to just be out of his reach for, you know, various reasons. Things just don't fall his way. And uh, I'd like to have Scotty on our show at some point to kind of tell us how he feels about that type of stuff. And, uh, you know, he said it for years that that's the race. That's the race. Well, why is it the race? You know, why is it the race whenever you, you're one of the best that's ever done this, if not the best that's ever done it? Why do you want that race? Because it's not the highest paying you know, he's won. He won uh, Biondo's race, paid three seventy five. Right. You know. Right. And he won Is that, that the highest fling that we've seen, three seventy five. Um. Because I know they haven't paid a million yet either. Uh, to to to, right. to, to jump off a of Travicon, but he's saying the fling here. Uh, definitely one heck of a series. Definitely one race that I would love. I repeat love to attend with Casey Beckmeyer there, Troy Abercrombie there, everybody who follows going bracket racing. Let's get our own half of parking in the mountain and just enjoy racing up in the mountain at Bristol. That is one of the racetracks I must go to. Um, just based on the prestige of that track itself. But um, I don't think the fleet's paid out a million either, guys. So Yeah, man. The uh, mm. I, I kind of agree with... Uh, Alan Boykin here, though, what about this thought process whenever he's talking about whenever we were talking about the whole deal? Of what are you going to do with this uh, with the door car, um, you know, and carrying the buy and stuff like that? He says too much money is on the line to win. You don't want a red light because then you don't have a shot. Yep. And I don't think he I really don't think he's thinking like that. Um, I would have to tell you, you better red light. As a matter of fact, <laughs> Red light in your mind, but protected in your delay box is, is basically what I'm getting at. Set up your delay box to be negative three and go out there and hope to be positive three. Because this is the difference between going to the finals or, lose, or just saying you lost because you gave it a shot. I don't think there's anything to lose at this point. Casey, we talk about this all the time. What would we do if we're in the situation to where $60,000 is what I'm taking home if I lose? Hey, man. I'm, see. See you later. Uh, see you. 
I lost. It's all good. I'm I'm gonna smile at you. Yeah. But fact, I ain't gonna lose being thirty. I, I'm gonna tell you, I'll flinch before I go thirty. In my opinion, I'm I'm gonna just try to flinch at it then, if that's the case. The fact of the matter is, the only way you can you can run a race like this with this much pressure and these people next to you is uh, run it exactly like they do, which is just go racing. Who cares? Like at this point, a guy like me, you know. For example, this particular round, we're talking about this door car because he's the one with the most stress on him, in my opinion, tell, tell whatever happens next round, right? Right. right. In my opinion, uh, he just needs to go out and race because if he loses right now, yes, that sucks because if you would have won that one more round, it would have given you 100 grand. That's a ton of money. I mean, that's, that's pay off your house money, you know what I mean? But $40,000 also pays a big chunk of my house off you know what i mean so it's i just i think that uh at the end of the day it would be different i guess you would have a different thought process if this is how you pay your bills but this is supplementary money for most true. people true you know true i see jim davis chiming in on the facebook chat here why change what's been working for you he's talking about that door car um well i don't remember what his reaction time was last hit but I'd have to guess it wasn't stellar because the other car went timeout. So he didn't really get a good hit at the last at the last hit. If I have to be honest, there's no way he did. Um, so, but why change it? Why change it is because I have a buy run into the final, and I'm at the million. So this is why I'm setting up negative negative three negative one. If I hit the negative three negative one, well, I tried, but. Give me my two or three thou margin of miss window, and I'm double O, low double O. Uh, that puts me into the final of the million dollar, of the most prestigious race in the country. I'm going for it. That's why I changed what I'm doing here. Anthony Evans yeah. comes in. I think this race lined up for the best bang for your fuel. 320s the weekend before. Yep, yep. You're following us. 20K Tuesday. The surrounding 50Ks. That, that's a fact. This is something that I think is going to be more frequent next year, Anthony Evans. Uh, and uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to see a lot more racers start to follow this type of a format. What races around the big race? My bad, Casey, for cutting you off. No, it's all good. I, I totally agree with that. Um, I, you know, kind of like we were saying in the beginning of this stream, uh, you know, they, they get all the way there. Everybody comes from everywhere. You don't know how far everybody towed from, but I know even for me, you know, it's in Alabama. I looked earlier. It's 562 miles one way from my house to Montgomery. About eight hours. You know, so, yeah, uh, eight and a half, something like that. So to be able to go there, if you say you had two weeks vacation, it's the end of the year. If you, you know, you could burn it now safely and not really worry too much. It's not like it's August or April, you know what I mean? Right. Like, like you're at the end of the year. You could probably tough it out now. We're basically at Halloween. You only got to get through two more months, and then you get all your vacation again, you know? Right. So right. Uh, the, the fact is is that if you still have two weeks left, you could take your two weeks off, go down there and go racing. And, man, I mean, I want to say you probably could have raced in these last two weeks at Montgomery, what, it, at least ten times, and that's not even doubled. Right. You know, if right. you're double, I mean, you can you can legitimately race in that, those two weeks of this, these last two weeks at Montgomery, 
you could have raced almost as much as a lot of people will race all year if you go down there and double enter everything. Right. Right. Now so, it takes a lot of money. <laughs> but yep, a lot of money I ain't got, I can tell you that. But Right. You know, I think that's true though, Anthony Evans, the way this is lined up. It's definitely uh definitely very, very well thought out for the people who are not necessarily the ones holding the million to say let's hold some twenties right before the million. So, um and like I said, Super Bowl of Bracket Racing was right before Fall Bliss Bristol. And I guarantee you that had a that had something to do with how that, that one all shaped up too. Um, so well, they had the the spring fling was in Columbus the week before the SFG deal too. So it was spring fling SFG and then spring fling again. Yep. So, but uh, you know what's cool about this whole thing really is after last round ended, we're going to have a brand new name on the list. There's not going to be like a, a three time winner or a double winner or whatever. Uh, it's going to be a new fresh name on the list. So. That's something that I think is kind of cool. Very cool, as a matter of fact. Um, I got one more comment here from Jack Nolan talking about the uh, Spring Fling being out in Vegas. Uh, I don't necessarily think the Spring Fling will ever pay a million either. Because if it had, it would have happened this past year. How many? They had five, seven. Well, yeah. that wasn't. Was that the? Was that the million? I thought the million is the Bristol one. I think they had the million yeah, out there the, the year spring prior. Fling, when, spring Fling when, might not be a million-dollar race. I think you're right about that. I have to do some more research to double-check that. But I think you're right, Casey. I think the actual Spring Fling million is in a different location than Vegas. It was in Vegas the year Peeps won it. But I don't think right. that it was that this year because, like you said, it would have paid it because they had 575 entries. That's right. That's right. That was, this was the year where uh, Pollard ended up getting uh, hit by a truck. And love truck, which is why I didn't out here right now. Well, Troy Abercrombie agrees. Spring is the million in Vegas, so I'm guessing that is a million dollar race. Maybe there was just 500 some entries in the races surrounding the million, and it never got maybe you know because that happens too, right? Uh, you you know you get your entries. I think here at this race there was 600 and some entries in the in the 100k. So right, I mean, the, which we still get the luxury of watching tomorrow. Like this is. This is all fun and, and all the hundred, the million. This is the big the big go. But I think I'm gonna coin Will Holloman. I think Will Holloman said it at um, the guaranteed million where he said I st I, I try to stay even kill because there's still a hundred hundred grand to race for the next day. And right. I call, I called BS because I don't know how I don't know if I'll be able to hold my stuff together if I'm gonna <laughs> race for sixty G's or or a million or three hundred three hundred thousand dollars. You know so. Uh, and he was racing for a cool million at that point. So, there you yeah. Have it. But he's another one of those guys that pays a lot of bills racing, you know. So, well, he pays all the bills he, racing, as far as I know. I think he's a a, a racer for a living. So, he pays well, them all. whenever, whenever you win races, I guess you can do that. <laughs> true statement. Especially when you back to back. True, true statement. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing new coming out of drag coverage. We might not get too many more behind-the-scenes look. I bet I bet you he's waiting for it to get down to the finals, and we'll bring that back to you. But, but uh, yeah, Casey, man, I don't, I can't say enough about what's really going on here at this race. This is, uh, this is if if there's a race on the bucket list for a bracket racer, this could very well be one of them. Uh, but uh, like you, like we mentioned before, um, being able to cough up two grand. For a lot of these guys, four who I know that 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 uh, doubled it, um, you know, I have to, may not be in the cards for me. Maybe I'll go and and race in some of the warm up races. You know. Yeah, I mean that's that's again that's uh, 
that's what's really cool about the OG Million, in my opinion, is they have, and it didn't work out that way this this year just simply because of the number of entries they have, but they start racing on Tuesday with the race to the million where basically everybody gets an entry to the million semis and up, and then they add money to it as well. But the the cool part about it is you race Tuesday, you race Wednesday, you race Thursday, whenever it's a normal week, and then the million is on Friday. So you have the opportunity to run three races before then and then be able to, you know, potentially win some money and get in. And it, this is a question I have for you, George. Beings that the first 50K was a no-split deal, do you think that even could have possibly affected the million entry count because all that money was kind of hoarded at the top because people didn't want to split? If that was pushed back more, maybe you'd even have – maybe we would have hit 500 on these entries. Like, I, it's not going to be a lot. But it might have been four or five, you know. I think that the first race, the first couple of races, and we can talk about this another, maybe even next Tuesday when we decompress a little bit more, uh, because I don't want to give out a few of my thoughts around how this race actually went down. There had to be a mastermind behind it. There had to be some decisions made off the cuff, and that affected this race just a little bit. I won't say a lot. Obviously, I won't say a lot because we still see 496 entries into the million and 640-something entries into the 100Ks, right? But there are a few things that could have could have maybe deterred uh, the, the car count from being 500. Uh, it still was going to take 626 cars to get to a cool million. Uh, so, I mean, I, I don't think that there's going to be... I think it could have affected maybe 10 or 20 entries. And that... That's that you you would think that's small. That's that's not very small. That's 20 entries at 2,000 a pop. So that's still a nice little piece of change. Um, so maybe it had a little effect, but I don't think it was over and above. It wasn't like astronomical. Right. Yeah. I mean, and that's true. Um, you know, like I said, it might only have added a few, but but whenever you're talking about a graduated type uh, entry fee deal. I do have that on my computer because we were using it last uh, Tuesday on our live show. Sure. If it would have got to 500, it would have had to get to 501 to pay 690. But man, we were so close to to getting fifty thousand dollars more right. in this in this pot, which which that would be well fifty thousand dollars more to spread Just back for everything. All the way back. Yep. Exactly. Right. I was getting ready to say. Hey, Barnes says there's still 100k to pay out tomorrow. You're right. We just got done talking about that. So. This is great. This is awesome. This is a great way to spend a Saturday, uh, and 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 tomorrow's going to be even more fun because we get to do it all over again for a hundred grand. It's not like that's a little amount of money, um, by any means. No, it's a hundred grand. Exactly. Jeez. Exactly. I mean, it's and that's what's crazy is the the million is so big and it's such a big deal and it's got so much lure around it and everything that tomorrow like you said we're still racing for a hundred thousand dollars tomorrow we're racing for more money almost every single race this weekend than an nhra top fuel dragster team is going to win at any nhra national event you see them on tv and all this stuff and this is the reason why we've created going bracket racing to put the word out there every single tuesday at five o'clock that's why you need to hit the like and follows uh, on Facebook and subscribe on YouTube and all that stuff and find us on podcast or whatever. You got $100,000. Because look at you be nervous or not? right now. I'm looking. There's 3,700 people watching the OG Million right now. You can't tell me there's Man, no value in that. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, like and this is free. 
and everybody likes free. You don't have to pay for Fox Sports or any of that crap or cable or any of that. You just turn on YouTube. Everybody's got the internet. You can turn it on anywhere from your phone and watch bracket racing three or four days every single week, you know, for hours. Like, this has been going on for 10 hours already today. Right, right. And let's not, let's not sleep on the fact that some of us need a, a good way to get through work as well. I'm a very good multitasker. I, even if I'm just listening in my ears and not actually watching on a screen, it helps me stay in a zone work-wise to be able to do some calculations on math. But I did get us back into the uh, drag coverage uh, from the pits. And uh, he's walking through asking what will we do with $100,000. I don't, I don't know the answer to that question. I don't even know if I ever smelled 100000 at the same time. I mean, I've, I've come across it in my lifetime, but can I say I've ever seen a hundred grand no i haven't i've uh, i've owed several hundred grand <laughs> right <laughs> oh man aj can win at stalba race anybody can win but oh man i, I minimized it i'm sorry guys i'll bring it back up here in a second but but uh, i'm gonna leave this up here and guess what get it done tucker can so. i'm going to uh yes. take a quick aj planner uh, not really in a position to tell you, but the guy with the name Thanks for the update, Sean. Be right back, Casey. I agree, Mike. Flip a dial is the only way to go. I disagree, Mike. Flip a dial is good, but K&R Performance, that's a sponsor plug, my sponsor. I'm parked next to Kevin Rodden all weekend. The K&R stuff is really, really good. Angie, you are welcome. Tucker Cancellar has some fans here. Let's go say hi to Tuck. He's got all these fans. So it's Tucker versus Jason. It's gonna be a good one here. Good luck, Catfish. Yes, sir. Get it done. Don't think. The enthusiasm has uh, faded. It's like they're getting the car starting is. to suit it back up, so I'll get us uh, moving back towards the mainstream here. Don't want to miss anything. Casey might have took a restroom break as well. I think he'll be back here in a minute. AJ Ash versus Race Talton. If race wins this round, he gets 140. If he loses, he gets 40. $100,000 lap for race. So AJ Ash versus race. Stalbo versus Gibson. And Lynch versus. You ain't getting over in there and split it two somehow. Now that's a uh, race right there. Well, no, man. The craziest thing about this whole deal is that. So if Tucker won the million, he would never make a harder opponent to keep is. this by run. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, dude, you're so you're telling me this run for him is worth a hundred thousand dollars, and they have to put him up against the best guy in the whole group, probably <laughs> AJ Ash. Right. 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 So hey, we we already know that this is going to be a heck of a round. Uh, we already know that. You got AJ Ash, you got you got Catfish, you got Tucker, you you got a lot of big uh, bigger names into this race. 
Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, I don't know who's driving the door car. This is one of the first times that I've ever heard this name. So um, I don't want to call the guy no name because if he was, he sure as heck ain't no name no more. Right, exactly. And, uh, and you know, you know how I like the fast door cars. And uh, if I just, I don't know, man, I just, I want the fast door car to win. I just do. I think it's cool. I think the fast door cars, uh, everybody likes them just like everybody likes wheelie cars, you know? Sure. Uh, and, uh, but I also know that uh, I, I really think if AJ wins this round, I think he's probably going to the end. Um, I don't know how the ladder stacks up, but you know it could be it could be Lynch and AJ run next round, and then uh, well if Tarleton wins, he gets the bye. You know, right, right. So, so going to get very very interesting here in a few moments. Shocking that we don't see cars going down the track yet, especially considering that there's nothing to cut up right now. I don't well, here they come around the corner. I guess I spoke too soon, didn't I? Goes a little noise. You got a little music to come in behind it. Keep those those chats coming, Jim Davis says. So this round's lights will be back in the double O's to mid-teens again. I believe you're right, sir, because uh, it's it's it better be. Let's put it that way. $140,000 on the line, you can't go double O? That's nerves if it isn't, Jim Davis. And we got the race cut back in, and here we go. We're going to get some noise coming down here. So here we go. Quarter final round of the million. It's warm now. <laughs> Heard that. Left hand side, Tucker Cancelar. Cancelar out 455. I'll take on Jason Lynch. Lynch, a former million dollar finalist, was runner up. Johnny Ezel in 2017. Ooh, I forgot about that, Casey. Lynch turned up to Ezel. Put his name on a list he's been trying to get after for a long time. He's out 441. Kinslar, very, very tough racer out of the Midwest. Just makes solid laps. He has made a lot of solid ones thus far. Trying to make three more. Put his name on a million dollar check. Oh, ho, 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 ho. Red. Cancel our 12 and 29 foul under. Oh, ho, ho, ho. Cancel our to the semifinals. All right. Uh, Jim Davis, so far, so good. Teens to triple, uh, teens to double O. So far, so good. Team side, Tom Staubel. Here's the roadster. Staubel out four. He got thrown. He got thrown on a different lane. The flip a dial roadster dialed five flat. Staubel out of New Jersey. Gibson out of Texas. I was going to say, I know this. I know I've seen this guy. This guy's out of Texas. Go team Texas. I ought to change my pick, but I can't do that. Sorry, buddy. Right, good <laughs> luck, though. Good luck. <laughs> I knew I'd, I knew I'd seen this car out at Ardmore a few times. You remember that old flip a dial, don't you? Oh yeah. Heck, his opponent's got a flip a dial on the back of his car. Yeah. Oh, there it is. So running low on door cars now. 
Three foul red, dead one. Ouch, ouch, this, ouch. This is the round, though. This is the round right here. This, or the run, I guess I should say. We'll end his million hopes. Three thou red, dead one. It's a big one. I guarantee you, that somebody's at the top end of the track with a cold beer for that old boy. Three thou red, dead one. He wins this round. He will have the bye to the final. He'll take on AJ Ash. An additional $140,000. Oh, golly, he's got Ash, though. <laughs> this is not good. Yep. This is not good. Oh, come on. Mola's hot rock. I know I said Ash, but I want to see the door car win. Just saying. He's got to win here and be better than 012 to get that. Listen, if he wins this round, he's going to win the whole race. This is the most well, nervous saying, he's going to be. Now they're saying that he's got to be better than 12 to get the bye. We'll be on the bye. Maybe AJ. That doesn't look very good. Got it. Wow. That's awesome, man. Going to the final. Yep. Going to the final. Lays, lays down 11 total. It lays down 11 total in the highest stress level. That was worth $100,000. 100 grand right there. Lays down. What? Hey, what I tell you? Set up, set up red. You gotta be double O here. And the dude, he was listening. I'm telling you, he was that, watching. He was watching going bracket races in between rounds. I'm, I would I'm, not be surprised if he wins this race because I don't think the final is gonna be more stressful than what that round was right there. No question about it. And you know my phone's ringing. My dad wants. Yeah, to mine is. Mine is too. <laughs> my dad wants to talk about it. <laughs> I lost my pick. Looked like we all lost our picks, didn't we? I don't care, though. I, I'm so happy for that guy. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> right. I, hey, the, to be, dog, that low package like that for a buy to the final, you had to be better than 12, and I guarantee you he didn't know that either. Right. You see that, Dad? Hold on. I'm talking to you. Hold on. Let's listen in, Casey. Go ahead, Pops. Well, I didn't. No, they tried to take it from him, if I'm not mistaken myself, and we can break this down. Remember, Casey, we've talked about this a few times to where does the buy run actually carry, or are they going to erase it if somebody else it's has been, the buy? It's been, it's been carrying for two, three rounds. Right, but yeah. I heard on the microphone that he had to be better than 12, otherwise it was going to t Tucker Cancelar. That, that, that was AJ. Oh, yeah. that was AJ. Yes. Okay, okay. Look, I was wrong. I, I was wrong. Yep. He's been carrying it. That's right. That's right. Hmm. Yeah. He ain't getting around nine. So was he nine or seven? Oh, gone. Was he eleven total? Eleven total. Yeah. Yep. So he was. He was dead four. So. Wow. He, yeah. Wow. He said he was. He had to do that against AJ though. He had to. He. I. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he was set up. 001, 002 red right there. I'm not even joking. Because he had to do it. So, yeah. yep. Yeah. Nah, we still alive, though, Dad. Okay. All right. Nice. Yeah, pressure, Anthony Hurst. Pressure, that's exactly what that was. And talk about ice, ice in the veins to come out there and lay 11 total like that. Wayne Duke, big thumbs up. You got it, buddy. Um, Dude, that, like I said, I, I don't think that 
I think that that would have been the most stressful round, even more so than whenever he rolls up here at the finals. I just don't think that you can get any more stress than that because the difference is, the difference is, is like now, this is what's crazy, is that that final, that round right there was worth $100,000 to that guy, right? Right. When he goes to the final now, not only is he guaranteed $140,000 if they don't split it even further, which they probably will, Right. But if they don't, then that's only a $75,000 difference. Right. Still a ton of money, but not like forty to $140,000 because $40,000 will buy you a new truck. $140,000 will buy you a big chunk of a house. You right. know? Right. That's right. the difference. Right. Right. And Alan Boykin, didn't, didn't, you did tell us the packages was going to tighten up, and they sure did. Big Daddy knows what he's talking about. Hey, man. That's right. <laughs> Shoot. Dylan Champion, man, nobody's won yet. You you kind of right on time. We ain't got to the winner yet, but you did miss quite a bit of drama on the on the ride up here. Um, so uh, got Kevin Grider catching up on the way home from XRP. Hopefully you had a good showing out there in that old 70 index, um, and uh, got got to turn on a few wind lights. Definitely missing a heck of a race, but that's okay. I think I'd rather be racing too somewhere to be honest. But but uh, yeah yeah uh, pressure. No man, but this this is that was worth the price of mission right there. That right there alone. Absolutely. I mean, that's that's the thing, man. It's like the OG million never fails to dis or never never disappoints, I guess I should say. It oh, never oh. fails to impress you. It always some way, shape, or form, be it uh, you know, <laughs> anything you could possibly imagine. It it goes on at the million seemingly. There's always some sort of publicity going along with the million that people talk about for the entire following year. Um, and it's, you know, this is going to be something that's going to go down, you know, in the history books of remember that guy that was carrying the by all those rounds in the fast door car. And, and the fact that it was in a fast door car too, I think is going to actually, uh, help it stay in people's memories. It's not just another dragster, especially whenever the fast door car is running through these people and he didn't get that handed to him. That wasn't a red light situation on AJ's part. That was a winning run that he threw down man and i'll tell you what <clears throat> that that round right there would have won the whole would have run the finals of the million in my in my opinion uh there, there there's nothing going to stop that if he repeats that or anywhere near that uh congratulations on the win for another door right. car uh in in the only door car seemingly the last couple rounds so i don't know if a fast door car has ever won the million Hold on. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. But yeah, man, the, uh, so as far as, uh, the back half of the season goes, we've kind of seen like just a major, major car counts for the last, last half of the season. It doesn't matter what state it's in. doesn't matter whose event it is. Like they're just 300 and up everywhere you go, you know, right. 400, 500, 600. Like, I mean, Sometimes you're wondering, like, are there, how are there even this many cars around, you know, like doing this type of stuff? Well, you know, bracket racing definitely isn't dying. Why do you, what do you think the reasoning is for that? Because fuel prices are high. Groceries are getting higher every single day. Uh, housing prices are going up. So what's the deal? Are, is it shows like this and like Motor Mania and stuff that are bringing people back out being like, oh, man, I can win more money bracket racing than I can running uh professional well it's definitely motor mania and 
and, and shows like this and social media as a whole, okay? Um, one thing that used to be a problem as I can remember growing up was the ability to get the word around. If you didn't know St. Louis had Super Megabucks, you lived under a rock because everybody talked about Super Megabucks. Everyone who's big name racing right now seemingly raced at Super Megabucks, right? So nowadays you don't have, you don't really have to worry about being able to spread the word around. You have going bracket racing. Hey, I'll I'll broadcast your race as many times as you would like. I'll break it down. We'll talk about it in details. We can talk about buybacks. We can talk about progressive buyback systems. We can talk about a 64 car field if 700 entries show up. We can talk about all of that. And then pre, pre, um, pre-generate all the information that everybody's going to get when they get there in the first place, right? So I think that's, that's definitely spot on, Casey, that shows like this in Motor Mania TV and, and being able to watch these people race, that's what is happening. Uh, and that's why everybody's coming back to, you know, either coming back or coming out of retirement to come back to this to the sport. Right. Do you think uh, do you think that next year we're going to start seeing more door cars out again? Because it seems like there are more and more and more door cars showing up because whenever I was younger, whenever whenever I was first starting out racing big cars out of junior dragsters, everybody was making the switch to dragsters. And it seems like in the last five years or so. It seems like now that they're splitting door cars and dragsters, a lot of people are starting to go back towards the door cars now. I mean, it's like we were saying earlier, a dragster, number one, bottom line, means you have to have a bigger trailer to fit the dragster in, period. That Secondarily, you need to have a bigger garage to fit it in. Yep, that's exactly where I was going to go. Let's just say George owned 10 acres of land, uh, a shop, um and had the ability to house a dragster. Um, yes, I would probably one day like to own a dragster. I've never driven one, like I said. I'm not opposed to, to driving dragsters. My dad builds them, for crying out loud. So I would love to have a George Atchison race car, uh, four-link dragster chassis, s- sitting in my garage, right? Economically, I live in a subdivision. <clears throat> I have an HOA. Uh, I have a two-car garage, and my driveway is literally 16 feet long. So where am I going to put a dragster? That is what is going to contribute to people people going into more door cars. It's only going to be that, too, because let's be honest. If you get on Drag, drag Race uh, Results Classified right now, if you get on any of the websites, you're going to find dragsters pretty doggone cheap. Turn peak. And the reason why you didn't buy it is because you'll find that door car turnkey like that, too. You won't find no S-Dime cheap. You won't find a, a, a Chevy 2 cheap. You know, some of the most popular cars, the Vega Wagons, the, those type of cars. You're not going to find those cheaps right now. So, um, basically, what I'm getting at is I think you're going to see more door cars. I do. Because, as we always say here at Going Bracket Racing, you don't have to reinvent the wheel to be able to go bracket racing. You can get your open trailer. A door car and a and a nice old gas trucking, you can make it to the racetrack. There you have it. Yeah. And the fact of the matter is, is that whenever you do have a door car, like for example, a car like a back half door car, you can run top bulb, you can run big money racing, you can run foot brake, you can run big money foot brake stuff. 
Uh, you know, you can run, do like Kevin Grider. I know he does a lot of like every once in a while he'll do no prep stuff. You can do index racing. Like those door cars fit in so many more categories. Um, you know, it's just, I mean, realistically, if you had a, uh, a chassis car, uh, like a, like pro stock style door car, I mean, at that point you could run top sportsman, you could run super pro, you could run pro, you could run super gas. Like you could run, uh, I think you can run them in super street if you slow them down enough. Uh, but you can, you can run so much. You could run outlaw pro mod. You can do all this stuff with a door car. Whereas a dragster, the only thing you can do with a dragster is you can bracket race, run top ET. You can run super comp. You can run top dragster. That's it. There are no more classes. Well, you know? I have seen a few dragsters running on the no electronics side here lately. Uh, Kendall Little runs no electronics and a dragster that's owned by, I do believe, David Burr Jones. So um, it's doable, but I've only ever seen one. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of places frown upon that. True. Uh, True. So, you know, if the rules allow it, then more power to them. But, right. uh, but 99% of places don't allow dragsters in their footprint categories. Right. Uh, just because realistically a dragster, I mean, a dragster is a purpose built go dead on type deal. That is what it is. Um, when we've talked about this, you know, to the end of days on the Golden Bracket Racing YouTube channel on our Tuesday shows at five, you know, we, we talk about this all the time, but at the end of the day, if you have a headwind, it's 10 mile an hour and it's blowing on your door car and it's blowing on your dragster, the dragster is not going to be affected like the door car is. And in a foot rate category, 99% of what you're running against is going to be six flat and slower back half door cars. And, you know, an old hardtail dragster that goes 550s will outperform and out be, and be way more consistent than those cars on average 90% of the time. I think you're right. I think Anthony Hurst is right, too. He says people still want to have, have a good time. Times are tough. Fuel is high. But the thrill of competition and also knowing you have a chance is why bracket racing is awesome. And that's a fact. Uh, another reason that I'm going to just piggyback off of your comment, Anthony, that bracket racing is essential to my well-being. Um, I get, when I leave home and my family's with me and we're at a racetrack, everything else doesn't matter. It's, 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 it's home away from home. You get your buddies at the racetrack. You get your race car. You get your smells. You get your, your, your racetrack food. Uh, at the concession stands, whatever you want to call it. So it's just those things that are, that's, that's what's near and dear to me. I hate turning on the TV and having to hear about this, that, and the third that I don't even want to hear about. You know what I mean? So um, that, that's what, another reason. People don't want to just be all Debbie Downer all the time. Get in the bracket racing, I promise you. You might, you might lose, and it might be five minutes. You might be down and out. But, you know, you get the smell of fuel, and next thing you know, you popped open that cooler. You'll be all right. It doesn't matter, you know. But you got to compete. You got to have fun with your buddies. It's family friendly. That's bracket racing. That's where that's where you and I met, Casey. For crying out loud. Exactly. Exactly, man. And and still to this day, I've lived in a whole lot of places, and I've been pretty much everywhere there is to be, just because of work in the United States. And after it's all said and done, uh, really, the the main friends that I still talk to to this day are my racing buddies. And at, like it's, I don't even live by them. You know, like. I talked to, you know, my buddies in Illinois. Uh, well, you know how it is. It's, we came from the same area originally. Right. But uh, I talked to my buddies in Illinois, you know, two, three times, you know, as far as texting, two, three times, you know, per day or whatever. 
and uh, haven't lived near them for at this point maybe 15 years almost. Right, right. As my my wild bunch is uh, showing up into my room now, so uh, <laughs> hopefully I can keep them quiet. But they're they're in here and we're talking back about drag racing. They know quite a bit of, about the sport already. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you. This is this is off the cuff, but uh, I had a dream about the little one driving Junior the other day. So it's like I guess that's going to be right around the corner too. So <laughs> what's weird though, Casey, the dream was a uh, top sportsman looking Junior a Junior car. So <laughs> that's. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good choice you know what I, you know what i just realized because i haven't heard him announce this guy this guy's name so fast door car guy you know what his name is i've heard race. it a couple times race Tarleton, right talk talk yeah yeah i've heard it i've heard it a couple times yep yeah so my interruptions are getting ready to get a little bit larger but we'll be okay here the next few minutes <laughs> uh, yep old big daddy's over here saying uh he said you got to remember he says uh Bl chris we call him master blaster i'm not really sure why that's just what big daddy calls him he hauls his dragster in a 20-foot enclosed trailer and uh, i mean i know he does big daddy but that thing is wedged in there tight <laughs> right he doesn't right. need to strap it down it isn't going to go anywhere and i've got mike nelson on my end saying you don't have to have a garage to own a dragster we have them with no garage and still do great yeah hey, living in a hoa i don't necessarily have the ability to have a 24 foot enclosed trailer and if i had that enclosed trailer i could see where you're coming from uh, as long as of course me being in, in texas i don't really have to worry about the real real deep freezes like others but i'm still gonna have to have somewhere to store that race car in the wintertime. I don't want it sitting in a sitting in a enclosed trailer that's not not climate controlled, um, freezing up. You know what I mean? Well, the the number one thing is is if you're going to leave your race car in your trailer, you better call Larice Motorsports Insurance. Uh, that's for sure because true, I've heard too many horror stories about that man, and it freaks me out. Yeah, I guess yeah. that's just always freaked me out uh, as far as leaving cars in the trailer. I think that if somebody's going to have their uh, you know, if you have to have your race car in a trailer, then it definitely needs to be insured, especially since it exists nowadays. And uh, they have pretty reasonable pricing, uh, considering the substantial loss you would have uh, if somebody did get your car in your trailer, because your trailer's insured, but what's inside it isn't, you know? Right, right. Don O'Neill's in the chat. Door car is winning tonight. That's what I'm saying. I think you're right. I do. I do. Um, I, I did at first have AJ Ash winning it. Uh, and, uh, well, the door card took care of that for me, so <laughs> there you have it. Um, but, yeah, door card to the top would be nice to watch, very, very much so. Um, well, we know for sure that it's at least going to run her up. Right, right. You know, and, and realistically, if you would have told me earlier in this week that, uh, that a fast door car was going to be this deep in this race, I would have told you you were crazy because I thought there, there would be no way with it being cold out there, uh, with with having mild track issues and things like that, I just never would have thought that it would have been possible that a, that a door car could be as consistent as this door car has seemingly been, too. Sure, sure, sure. So hopefully we'll get them back in the rounds here in a little bit as my kids are waving at you all. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, What's up, guys? Getting a little antsy, but uh, all right, cars in the lanes. Yeah, let me see if I can get back into uh, drag coverages if he goes live from the lanes again. That's been pretty neat to say the least uh and if you don't follow drag coverage you got to get on that guys it's a very good uh very good uh facebook page here he's got going on and media i'm pretty sure he's got a web page and all the other good stuff too 
Oh yeah, TJ's got a little everything. Yeah, and not to mention a very nice looking top sportsman, isn't it? Uh, I don't know what exactly. Is he grudging he calls that car? Is he grudging? Yeah, it? What's he doing? No prepping. He's he's. I'm not. I don't know if I'm necessarily allowed to say exactly what he's got going on with all that, but I know he had a grudge race locked in the other day. Um, so I think I think TJ's a grudge racer now. Glegmore's chiming in over. He says he just hyped us up, but it was during the Motor Mania commercial. Oh man, <laughs> dog on it. That's all right. We appreciate it. Hey, still. We appreciate it, man. Hey, you're doing a heck of a job out there. If you're still listening to man. Um, Everybody out there, from going bracket racing to million, the million-dollar bracket race, OG million, whatever you want to call it, this has been one heck of a race. Uh, good job out there. Definitely, man. And uh, and I know that uh, it's great that Ryan's involved with, with all this stuff with the million, too, because I know, obviously, on our show, we were talking about that whenever Ryan was on our show. Maybe we'll have him back on this winter if he has time to be on here with us. We'd love to have him back. But he's he keeps all these statistics. He's kind of... In my opinion, I mean, nobody can really be what Brett Kepner is just because Brett Kepner's dedicated his entire life to drag racing. But Ryan might be that guy for bracket racing statistics because he knows he's he said he had I think he said he had in his notes section of his cell phone. He's just got pages and pages and pages of notes of just bracket racing statistics. And uh, that stuff's interesting, man. And bracket racing is getting to the point where now we're more in the forefront. We were always in the in the back for forever since Rider Racing existed. And now we're more so in the forefront with the mega money races and with being on Motor Mania and just being everywhere that uh, that data is going to need to be known because we need to keep statistics. We need to know who the best is. We talk about it all the time. Well, maybe Ryan one day will figure out who, in fact, was the best. Right, right. And one thing that I can say here for a fact is Anthony Hurst has a great question here. Will Dorcar make by run pass wide open? Casey, what's your thoughts on that, man? I know I've got a thought process behind it. If this were a dragster, and I'll just go first since I'm on the subject, but if this was a dragster, I would say he would likely make the pass. Since it is not a dragster, it's a little harder to cool a Dorcar than it is to cool a dragster. Do you think that that plays a factor in his ability to make a full pass here, or does he just send it? I mean, to be honest with you, I think he's good to go right now. And if I was him, I'd probably just take the tree and go back because that pass is going to be irrelevant realistically because they're going to come back. There's there's going to be no heat in the track realistically. It's just going to be dissipating. The most they're going to have is whatever this tractor is doing, dragging stuff. Um, you know, so I think what you do is if you're going to have to break your planetaries because that fast door car is going to be hard on planetaries, if you have to risk breaking planetaries, you don't risk it in the buy run to the finals of this race for this type of money. You might never be here again. Just take the tree, cruise down the track, or back up and go back to the trailer and uh, make sure the fuel cap's on, make sure the battery's charged, and just wait until the time comes because that's that's my opinion. you know. So we'll see. That's what I would do. Right. I think I'm with you 100% here. I see something about he is in an interview with him on DC. Uh, I don't have him live on drag coverage at this point, Anthony Evans, but uh, maybe there's something that I'm missing. Um, we haven't missed him yet, but could be missing him right now. But um, I, I, I like your thought process, Casey, behind take the beam and back on out. There is no point in messing anything up at this point. 
Uh, go ahead and back out the beam. Take your, take, go ahead and put it back in the lanes if you want to. I've been seeing him sit there and charge in the lanes, so I bet you he has a pit away from the pit inside of those lanes right now, which is that's a very smart thing to be doing in the first place, right? So, um, yeah, I'd like to, I'd like to see uh, the door car back the beams. I don't want to see a full pull here just for the sake of the what if. I don't generally move by what if, but uh, in this case, and for that much money on the line, I'm going by the what if factor. Right. I mean, if if it was if it was a uh, you know a normal local race, I mean, I'd be taking it. You know, I'd at least run it to half track or whatever. But the fact of the matter is, is just with with this type of money on the line and whatnot. I mean, it's just it's not worth risking the equipment because if I'm going to blow my stuff up, I'm going to blow it up in the final, and maybe my guy next to me does something stupid in red lights, you know, or something, you know. Yep. Can't can't. It's, can't dis can't agree more. I'm not doing I'll, anything crazy here. I'll never forget. I'll never ever forget this, George, at, at Mega Bucks at Gateway, whenever I was a little kid. Remember whenever Ken Jones was running Jerry Timmerman's dragster with a little bitty airplane front yep. wheels on it and the Mopar yep. Yep. uh motor? Yep. I, the the year he won Mega Bucks out there back then was uh we were putting bags of ice on his transmission in the lanes and all this crap. Well one year he let go and it died, I want to say. I was up in the stands, like I said, I'm a little kid. This is like probably 20, 25 years ago maybe. I'm up in the stands. He lets go of the button and obviously he's in a dragster. He's running the door car. This this would have been a long time ago. There weren't a lot of dragsters around. He lets go. The car dies and the guy goes down there and breaks out. Oh. And, and that's what I'm saying though, man, is like stuff like that happens. It's I've seen it happen a million times and it's just – and I've I've been one of the guys that has done a dumb thing like that. Anybody who says they haven't done something stupid, ever, you know, we've all done it, and it, and it's embarrassing, but it happens. You know, you never know what could happen. Right, right. Getting the inside information from Anthony Evans. Looks like TJ's taking the footage for his YouTube channel, so we're not going to get a live one here. So I'm going to make the uh, Motor Mania stream uh, bigger, and uh, actually get uh, some sound going so we can hear. At the same time, I don't really want to hear music, but uh, you know how that goes. Casey, as we have continued with this Live from the 8th Mile event, I will throw it out there that this past year I had the chance and could not get it done at Gateway to do this in person. To do this stream in person would be very, very entertaining, to say the least. To be able to interact with what could possibly be at the eighth mile right now <laughs> i guarantee you if there's bleachers or anything at the eighth mile on capital city motorsports property that that place is packed right now for this race that is what we're going to end up doing eventually uh have to have me a good internet connection but one day this will not be live from the virtual eighth mile we'll be live from the eighth mile at the event from the event during the event all of the above. That's what I'm shooting for here, uh, Casey. What do you think? It'd be cool, man. It'd be cool to be able to interact with everybody that's down there and get it, you know, actually be in the middle of all the excitement of what's going on. I mean, realistically, I hope that you're doing it by yourself, and I hope I'm the guy that's getting the bye to the final right now, you know? Hey, I'll, I'll kick you some back. I'll help you out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, man. If that's the case, then so be it. But I hope it's me on the other end of it. As long as it's one of us, I kind of don't care. Um, and then at the same time, if it's both of us, I guess I'm just going to have to hire somebody. We'll just leave the stream live and tell them to sit down, keep the cuss words to a minimum, and uh, have fun. You don't have to change anything. I've left it set up for you. So 
Um, it's pretty neat. So here we go, some more. Uh, they're doing interviews. I don't know where the interviews are. I see some of that. Stidham, where are the interviews at, man? I can see Stidham uh, saying they're doing interviews here. But, but uh, uh, got Jim Davis. So you're saying you will be out early. <laughs> I, mean, I just I just made a contingency plan for if I'm not out early. Um, <laughs> I have at least a thought process behind it. <laughs> I hear some cars getting ready to get fired up here, so I don't know who's getting interviewed at this point. Well, and and these two dragsters that are coming up here right now, they're looking at a difference if they haven't split anymore, which I bet they don't now because now now it's set because that old boy's got the buy, you know. So. Yeah. If nothing changed, then between these two dragsters, they're looking at a difference of uh, one's getting 60, whoever loses, and the other one's going to get at least guaranteed 140. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's a big chunk. One, one, one thing that I didn't take a look at here, George Hoff is saying, is that it's an older guy. He will make a full pull. He bets it. Um, interesting thought process. Yeah, very interesting. Sure. Might be true. Well, I'm I'm just I feel like we're in the motor mania age. A lot of people watch. I've seen a lot of door cars just back the beams at this moment, and even at the guaranteed million, I watched Chap McQuarrie bag the beams whenever he was the buy run to the final. So um, I just feel like that the wise thing here would be to bag the beams. That's what I think. Well, a lot of the uh, a lot of the things I also noticed uh, to George Hoff's point, and it'd be interesting to get his opinion on this. Notice this is uh this is like a you know ninety five Camaro something like that. Right. A lot of the guys, if this is an older guy, there's a very good possibility he may have built that car himself. Um, but the but my point is is that on his comment of the of the older guy is going to make the run and stuff, I I kind of agree with him on that. However, I would also say that typically if it's an older guy in an older door car. That guy might be building his own motors and his own transmissions, and he might be knowing what's going on with the transmission. Right. I hear some burnouts. Let's check them out. Who we got winning this round? Man, I'm going. With I'm going with Cancelar. Cancelar out of Iowa. Well, I'll go with Stalba, so one of us is right. <laughs> you guys like how we did that? New Jersey. Dial four eighty six. Winner will take on Race Tarleton in the final round of the million. <laughs> yep, you got that right. Bracket Racer One says, "LOL, manufactured controversy." <laughs> <laughs> Stalba got pushed the other lane. I think we're even now. Final here. What dragsters headed to the final? Cancelar. Cancelar. 19, yep. one above six, gets their first 18 foul. I'd like to know what happened Stalba. there. 15 and puts it three hun over to get 18 foul behind. I uh, gave it back. I don't believe that. I don't think his car ran the number. That's where I'm at. You're three hun above. Three hun. Let's be honest. If you're a dragster, you're generally carrying something, especially versus another dragster. Do you think he killed enough? Even in my ears, I didn't hear enough to kill what he could have been holding plus three hun more. Come on, man. He didn't get that back. 
George Hoff's going to be right. Hoff the Firebird, I like it. If he's, uh, if he's doing that big said, let, it, let it fly in the burnout. <laughs> he probably doesn't care anymore, man. He's guaranteed 140 grand. You can't blame him. That car is not worth 140 grand. Except you know what that, I mean? Except that the next round is, if you win the final, it's double? 215. <laughs> Unless they split it more. I mean, I'd split it more in the final, I would say. I'd try to get it more like where it's 10 grand more to win or something. Jack Nolan saying he would go on the other side of the 330 just so he can get the lane choice. Spun. Did it spin or did he break the input shaft? Right at the 330 coming. All right. He just took the tree. He just took the tree. Oh, because lane choices might be decided by the. Lane strategy. What was the. Uh, that is bold. That is that is interesting. All right. That's all I got. That, that was interesting. Take on Tucker Cancelon in the 27th running of the Mickey Thompson Million Dollar Drag Race. I think if I was personally. If I was personally going to make that hit. And I would have just ran it because you've already done the hardest thing to the car at that point, in my opinion. Like, the hardest thing is going from zero to going. That's the hardest thing on the car. Said Tuck, Jack Nolan thinks Tucker was 20. I didn't hear his light, but I think you're right. Uh, and going back to that round, I really, I'm, I'm going to stand behind the fact that I feel like that car just didn't run the number is where I'm at here. Because he gave up 18. It didn't like... Unless he just slid it through the through the beams, you know, but we would have saw that, right? Right, yeah. I don't know. Should have made the pass in the other lane for data. I was definitely wrong. Hey, George Hoff, you I think we were all wrong. I didn't even think he was gonna do that, big dog. I didn't think he was gonna take the tree. I thought he was just gonna stage and back him on out. This mm -hmm. old this old guy launched, he done a <clears throat> almost a three thirty burnout. <laughs> I was like, Okay, yeah. okay, here we go. Here we go. Heck, he even had uh, Gleghorn saying this guy's about to take a shot at it. So, yep. Um, I'm, I'm very surprised he did what he did. Um, you know, on one hand, I can understand if they're, if they're doing lane choice based on reaction time, then I can understand doing kind of what he did. I still think I would have personally at least ran it to 3.30 to get the times. Um, but, you know, that being said, first of all, I'm not in the finals of the OG million, so what yeah. do I know? Um, but – Secondarily, if they are, if they're trying to go based on reaction time, that's who gets lane choice. Then he wanted. That's the reason he hit it in that lane, probably because he was like, "Well, this is what I've been hitting it in. I'm going to try to set up to hit it good, and I'm going to kick him out of the lane because the guy who just won, that's the lane he went down." Yeah, that's true. That's true, and that's, that's what's what George Hoff is saying. He's at least got to get the data from both lanes. But, but uh, Jim Davis is asking, does Capital have electronic ET slips? I'm going to guess that the answer to that question is no. I don't because think so. I would have the app already and uh, have been watching kind of from, from the app to see what's going on and seeing all the increments and stuff like that. But uh, I don't think so, Jim Davis. Anthony Evans, he was 12, and he's got a generator and charger in the lanes. Yeah, I, yeah. like I said, uh, this guy's basically got a pit away from a pit, which is very, very smart. Um, and uh, so he's just going to back up and hit his own pit. Uh, pretty cool. 
Pretty cool. So here's the ultimate question, George. If everything is correct and nothing changed since TJ last was live, then that means that right now it's 140 to run her up and it's 215 to win. Right. Which leaves you a total of 355, which seems high to me. I feel like that's that's too high. But let's just say it's these are the right numbers. So what do you do? Do you try to talk to talk to the guy you're in the finals with? Do you try to go over to him and be like, hey, how did, do you want to cut this up and make it a little closer? To put that into perspective, 355 divided by 2 is 177 and a half. If, 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 if it's doable, if it's possible to try and, and bridge the gap a little bit more would be something that I'd attempt. I'm at least going to ask the question. I mean, all you can do is tell me no. I, I'm not scared of the word no. I never will be. Okay? So, um, I mean, you, you have to ask the question, though. 140 to 215, splitting that up to getting it somewhere around even the, the 15 and making it 155 and 200 is doing better. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I was, I was thinking uh, make it, you know, if it was me, what my conversation would be is I'd say, hey, you know, and these aren't exactly the right numbers. They're just off my head, easy numbers for math. But that money that's in the final, I'd make it. I'd, I, if I had my choice, I'd say let's at least make it 187 and 167. So you get 27 more for losing, and I guess you would get, you know, roughly the same less for for winning. Right, right. And, and I guess the hard part about it over 150. Over 150. The hard part about it is who's going to do it. Who's going to actually take the split more? Um, I personally would take any split that anybody comes up with. Uh, if it means more money from first to second place, then let's do it. That's the way I see it. Um, so, I don't know. George Hoff, and they should run for 30K <laughs> and all the bells and whistles. Uh, <laughs> I don't quite know what you mean, but I think you're thinking like side bet. That'd be pretty cool. Hey, <laughs> let's, leave the, let's leave this the same, but let's make a side bet. If I beat you... Or you beat me, we pay one another thirty grand or something. I don't know. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, the uh, that's you know my whole thought process was is that my whole thought process was is that if it gets a little bit closer, then you basically win or lose, you're still getting over one hundred sixty-five thousand type thing. Sure. Uh, that's still going to change a significant. I don't care if you're a rich guy or not. Even if you're a millionaire, that's still over 10% of your net worth. You know right. what I mean? Right. Like, that's, it's, I just, I think that's the way I would try to do it. Now, the other side of that coin is, uh, I think it's safe to say probably that the door car driver probably is driving for himself. Is the dragster driver entered on someone else's, is that his car? Is he entered on someone else's dime? Maybe it's not his choice. That's a good question, and that's, that's kind of the meat and potatoes behind the whole split deal in the first place. As you've seen, the person doing the split was Mitch Cleary, and as everybody knows, Mitch Cleary is okie dokie himself. So he has many race cars in the mix out here. I think he had something like ten entries, if I'm not wrong. So yeah, well, Don Donovan drives for him. Um, Gage was driving driving the uh, Firebird that Underwood yep. drove forever. Yep. Uh, there's a very good possibility Underwood might have been driving for him. Champ drives for him. Yep. Yep. Uh, Underwood's driving for him. Yep. Mm -hmm. so, so, I mean, I'd say it's safe to say that, uh, I'd say it's safe to say Overkill probably had not, you know, because Troy and Gary own their own stuff now, I believe. Um, 
but it's probably safe to say at any given point that Overkill probably has at least five drivers in in any given make a money race. Yeah, and it's it's a uh, pretty. I was listening to Jed, and I think I think he's trying to enter uh, JJ into some races as long as he's driving big reds. So, uh, yes. <laughs> so seemingly, um, you know, Mitch Cleary puts 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 some racers into the race. So, well, the so, fact yeah. of the matter is that Overkill is is responsible for a lot of the talent in uh, bracket racing today as far as putting them in that position. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, yes, you know, Gage Birch, obviously we know what he can do and what he's done, but a 19-year-old kid, which is whenever he was becoming what he is, um, doesn't have the ability to do what, what he ended up doing. Like, you have to win four or five of those to get really moving on stuff because you have to, you know... Yeah, he won that 525, and he probably took home, let's just say he took home a quarter million dollars. When you're 19 years old, you still need to buy a house. You still need to buy a truck. You still need to buy a trailer. You still need to buy a race car. That quarter million goes quick, you know? That's right. That's right. And let me be honest with you. If, if, if I'm winning a quarter million, uh, um, I'm, I'm going to be content with Mo and content with my open trailer and content with my 2000 F350. I'm putting a quarter million dollars into something that is going to have residual cash flow. That's the business brain in me saying that I'm really not trying to go broke. So exactly. I definitely ain't putting no truck because that is a depreciated asset. This isn't economics 101 though. This is drag racing. Let's get back to uh, let's get back to some drag racing. Yeah, we got. Uh, I don't know how to say your first name, Lucian. Maybe Payne. At this point. Uh, saying it, at this point, it's not so much the money, it's the prestige of winning, and I agree with that, too. I mean, it's it would almost be realistic to say, let's just divide this purse down the middle and race for the trophy, because the trophy is the OG million, and that has a lot of value to it. Yep, yep, that is a fact. So, uh, Lucian, you're 100% right, Lucian Payne. Um, this is a race, and let's just say neither one of these drivers are hired guns, Chances are their in, their inbox of their Facebook is going to be pretty full by the time they get back to of people saying, "Hey, if you ever need a ride? I got one for you." Okay, you want a race like this on this scale and on Motormania? It's broadcasted live there. It's broadcasted live on on going bracket racing. You win, you win this race, and you have the ability to drive for probably any person who enters racers into a race. Casey, thoughts? Uh, definitely, man. I was actually looking at uh, I was looking at something else uh, because I wanted to say I uh, appreciate old racer saying this. Um, old racer says you guys are doing a great job with this. Thank you for all the work you guys put in for our entertainment. So we just appreciate you guys being a part of it and and, uh, and watching it, man, and letting us letting us do it because otherwise we'd be here talking to nobody. <laughs> right, right. We'd still be talking to just nobody listening. Right, right. And uh, a shout out to my wife if you're watching. Thank you for uh, watching the kids for three, three hours and seven minutes. Uh, actually, there's there's one right behind me and I didn't even know it because I got my headphones on. Hey, no, you're still in, buddy. So what about Maybe tomorrow. <laughs> anyway, man, this has definitely been a uh, a very fun fly from the eighth mile. We'd like to do it more. Sometimes time just doesn't allow for it, but it is a different perspective. And I have to shout out drag coverage again. 
dude, being able to have the inside scoop on the split, that that makes things way, way, way more fun to man, you know. So I feel like that might be something that we need to be able to do, especially if we ever go live from the eighth mile, be able to have the information readily available to say what are they racing for this round? Well what about this round? Because life changing money is being traded every single round at this point. Well, and dude, it's, you know, the fact of the matter is, is that at the end of the day, that round, you know, where, where uh, you know, had we not known what the difference was for the buy in the final, yes, the buy in the final is in a, an extremely important thing to have. However, knowing that it was a difference of $100,000 guaranteed, you know, and potentially more, obviously he could win the whole race. Uh, but... It was guaranteed that that round was worth $100,000 to him because it guaranteed that he would get that much difference. That's what makes this type of thing exciting. And that's the type of stuff you don't get anywhere but big money bracket racing. You don't get that type of, uh, you know, yeah, you watch professional level racing, NHRA stuff, and you're like, oh, man, you know, John Force has to win this round or else Robert Hyde will win the championship. And you're like, yeah, that's fine and everything, but those guys do that for a living. It's kind of irrelevant if they finish first or second in the points. They're, they're still going to have sponsors next year and all that stuff. But bracket racers, what they're doing right now, like I said, he went from the difference in money to be able to buy a new truck to being able to potentially buy a new house. Right, right. And Disseldorf's in here saying Tucker is a local racer out of Eddyville. I think that's Indiana, if I'm not mistaken myself. Uh, him and his dad, Josh, are very tough competitors. I believe this is only Tucker's second race at the Million, and he went deep rounds last year. So, obviously, this guy had, um, he, he, he was still pretty warm coming off of last year's uh, Million, if that's the case. Because he come in here and he, uh, he laid down the smack. <laughs> Layeth, downeth the smack. That's <laughs> what I watched. Okay, so that's uh, it's pretty cool, Mike. Uh, local buddy uh, get, uh, getting a shot at this this level of a race it's uh safe to say that he probably really likes going to montgomery alabama safe to say it he's going to be back a few more times i can promise you that and um and uh definitely man so i don't know guys this is uh definitely as i remember back into millions and and different things of that nature this is one of the better ogs i've watched last year was extra fun because we got to watch uh, Scotty Richardson almost get it done. Um, mm-hmm. So that that was pretty fun, but seemingly you have two guys here that quote-unquote aren't the, the highest names at this race. I, I don't mean any harm. Uh, their, their names are going to be very well elevated now, right? But I'm pretty sure Jason Lynch got put down by one of them. AJ Ash got put down by one of them. <clears throat> you had Skinny Kenny Underwood in the mix at one point. All these big names. Triple. All these big names fell to these two guys. Okay? So, hats off to the both of you. Uh, Tucker, Tucker, Cancelar, and uh, Race Talk. You guys, uh, you guys are the ones who put on the show. You guys are the MVP. <laughs> exactly, man. And it's going to be, no matter who wins this race, I mean, I... I think they're both going to be satisfied with with the outcome i mean obviously they're going to you know one only one of them is going to have their name on that big list of of winners uh-huh. but 
if if it's like uh, you know if if this ends up being like uh, like every other person seemingly on that list. This isn't going to be the last time you hear these guys' names. No chance. No chance at all. I'm going to grab this question out of the chat on Facebook from Jordan Davis. Can just anyone enter or professionals only? Bring your money, bring your race car, and have fun. Uh, this isn't a you have to be um, somebody's somebody to get invited to this invitational to be able to race for $640,000. No, man. This is uh, if you have a race car. Uh, and 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 you meet the the restrictions of said race. I don't know what the dial-in limit was here. Um, seven ninety nine. Right. But I mean, dude, my Camaro in high school was a hundred percent street car LS one Camaro, and it went eight thirty. That's what I'm know, saying. So that's what I'm saying. So Jordan, um, this is a race you could show up to and race at. Is basically what it is. If go to Montgomery, pull it there. You made the trip. They will sell you a tech card. Uh, and he also asks. Also, what would you what would y'all advice be on someone getting into racing? Number one, remember Motor Mania TV. Number one, remember going bracket racing YouTube channel. Hit those like and subscribe buttons on both. Uh, and then I would say just continue to watch. Go back in the archives and watch. Go back and go in bracket racing archives and watch. And once you get a feel for what's actually going on here, because there's a lot in a little bit of time, um, take yourself on the Drag Race Results or one of these Facebook sites. And, and, and make yourself a budget. See what you got to spend. You'll find what you're looking for. You don't have to reinvent the wheel here. You don't have to have a stacker. You don't have to have a dragster. You don't have to have five motors. You don't have to have five transmissions. You might go through all of that. Don't get me wrong. Right? Hopefully not. <laughs> Hopefully not. But it, it, getting into the sport is, is seemingly uh, showing up and wanting to do it. You have a car, show up on a street, on a street class one day and, and just go run your car off the bottom. And see what you think about that. Um, and once you get hooked, come on back and tell us that it happened because it's going to happen anyway. So I'm just trying to help you get there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. No, uh, great answer for sure. Um, hopefully, hopefully, uh, hopefully he does come out and we see him out there one day. You know, if if you see one of us one day, come up and talk to us, man. And uh, I hope that uh, I hope you enjoy it as much as we do because if like I I quit racing for a couple years just because I was doing some career stuff and running all around and running around the country working and whatnot and uh, it's just not the same man it's it's the only thing that I've ever liked doing really uh, but back to this back to the OG million why George do you think you know and this was this was kind of where I was going there for a second but I got to thinking when you look at that list uh, who's won the OG million? You see, like, big, big, big names, like major, major names, like we were talking about earlier. Why, why, whenever you see those names on there, if you think about where they were at the time, they weren't who they are now. You know, like, obviously, Johnny Ezell has always been a great racer, but I don't feel like he really took off and became a household name until he won the OG Million. And then he, then he went on just a fire winning streak and started winning everything. Don't forget that SFG 525, the Gage Birch won, who was in the final with him? Johnny Ezel. You know what I mean? Like, it's Johnny's been in major finals and probably won well over a million dollars in his racing career since the OG million. But, you know, it's not just him. It's, it's Trey Williams, Gary Williams, Shane Carr, uh, you know, like Kenny Underwood, all these guys win all this stuff, and then they just seemingly take off. 
and become these larger than life people as far as bracket racing goes. Why do you think that happens right after they win the OG million? If, if I can do this real quick, I'm just going to switch switch pages. Everything's muted. But down here on Motormania TV, it says it's being called the OG million by the racers and sponsors because it's the granddaddy of all big dollar bracket races. This is the one that started it all so many years ago. It starts on Tuesday with a race to the million. Okay, just that first little bit right there on under Motormania TV's description is why if you win the million, you become literally a bracket racing celebrity. If you're in, let me just put it this way. If you made it to the eight to eight cars in the million, you're, you're a celebrity in bracket racing at this point. It's just the way it is, okay? It's the prestige of this race and the SFG million and the half million and the guaranteed million. Those races are so large and so well publicized that it would be as if you're on an episode of The Bachelor or something in, in modern day Facebook, YouTube language. Everybody who watches The Bachelor understand what the prize male, male or female. This is a horrible example, by the way. But, but everybody who's in bracket racing watches the million, watches the guaranteed million, watches the OG million, watches the spring flings, watch, watches all the fling races. That's why. That's why you become a quote-unquote superstar. Yeah, man. Well, look at the, the, the numbers tell the tale right here. Look at the bottom of your screen right now. It says 4,114 people watching, 4,108, something like that. Like, I mean, that tells you right there, <clears throat> there's, there's 613 entries on the grounds there, plus all these people watching, right. you know? Right. It's, and then plus the people that are all watching our show right now and watching TJ's side of thing on drag coverage, you know, like there's there's probably 10,000 eyes on this right now easily because just because it's it says one number on there, that doesn't mean only one person's watching. You know, there might be 10, groups, 10 people watching. There, there's groups. How, how many people do we know that have garages set up or patios set up? Thanks for building mine, by, or designing mine, by the way. But yeah. how many people <laughs> do we know that have something like that that can invite all of their bracket buddies over, pop open a cooler, which, uh, shockingly, I don't have next to me, uh, and, and watch, watch the race. At this level, that's probably happening more often than we know, and only one, one device is plugged into Motormania. So you're spot on with that, Casey. There's probably seemingly double 4,160 people watching this race. But I guarantee it. Do you think that uh, winning this race is just what gives people the confidence being like, hey, I just beat all those guys. Maybe I can do it some more, and they just go on on the tour. We've, we've talked about that for, for as long as I can remember, especially as long as going bracket racing has been going. Once you get a head of steam, Moving in the right direction. We just heard someone mention that uh, Tucker Tucker has has been deep into the rounds at the million one before anyway. So his confidence levels are are going to be high, and it doesn't matter who's in the other lane. That's always. I don't care what you're doing. Confidence is going to play a part. You can you can just be trying to pick up a girl, and if you don't have confidence, it ain't gonna happen. Okay. Right. Another poor example, I think. Maybe maybe <laughs> better than the last one. 
but confidence is key. It's key. So yeah, man. What do you think it feels like for these guys right now? Look at this. This looks like a Duck X Promotions uh, type race right here. It looks like Stevie Jackson should be pulling through. Look, they got the fences and everything. Like, yeah, I'm actually going to pull it up, and I don't think there's music playing it. No, there's music playing, which is shocking. Uh, but look at it, you know. Um, let, me, let me get it big so you can see it, but it, it does. It, how would I feel to pull out in front of a crowd this size, standing all around the track? You know they're up at the eighth mile. You know that things are going on there. Um, how would I feel? I'd feel pretty doggone good, let me be honest. Let me be honest. I'd feel really good. I don't even know if I'd be nervous at this point of the race, simply because my nerves, like you said, probably would have been over t two or three rounds ago whenever I saw I was going to win 60 grand. I think I heard Tyler Bohannon say that, too. He's like, I, he didn't know it, but when he turned off the track, <laughs> the round that he just won was like another 70 or 80 grand that he just did. <laughs> so he was like, if somebody hadn't told me that, I think I'd be in a whole lot better position, right? But, right. Um, I don't know how I'd feel, man, but I'll tell you what, one day I'd love to feel it. I'd love to be able to report back how it feels one of these days. Right. I just kind of feel like no matter no matter who wins this round, I feel like on one hand you're like, man, realistically, yes, there have been people who have won multiple millions. <laughs> um, I will say that probably back in the day it wasn't, there weren't as, today everybody's good and anybody will tell you that. You know, all the people we've interviewed on the Going Black Racing YouTube channel, from Dan Fletcher to Luke Bogacki to Big Jed to, you know, Gary Don to TJ, you know, on and on and on. We've had tons of guests on there. Ryan, Ryan Gleghorn, you know, the announcer of this race. Um, you know, we've talked to all of them. They've all said the same thing. Is nowadays, you know, 99% of people are as good as the top 1% were 10 years ago. That's you know, and it's... It's 100% so, fact, and, and I, I, I know I sound like a broken record. I know it, I know it for a fact. But we can contribute that stat to what we're watching on Motormania TV, at least to some extent. We have the ability to watch the quote-unquote best of the best do it, because I know there's still a few, a few names that are not at this race. Uh, SR1 is one of them. Uh, but this is the best of the best, and we get to watch this, and then we get to break it down in our minds and try to take something from them or what we thought we saw them do and make it our own on the racetrack. That's big for this sport, okay? So hats off to Motormania TV because seemingly, seemingly, this is how bracket racing is breeding racers, watching things like this. So that's how I see it. Right, right. Yeah, Brian Harris, they did change the split after uh, after the one at 24. Uh, somebody must must not have wanted to split it quite as much at the top. Um, but when they came back around for 12, they did cut it up just a little bit more. Um, so, and I don't think they have after that, but it looks like they're pulling forward here, George. So we're getting ready to crown the new OG million champion here in about two minutes. Let's crank some volume. That's a burnout. You're ahead of everybody. <laughs> yeah, but that was a burnout. <laughs> I'm from the future. <laughs> that was another good burnout. Hand side, Race Charlton. 
Pure Poisoned out 487 in the door car. He will be leaving first in front of Tucker Cancelar. Cancelar and the dragster out Look at of that crowd behind him, man. Look at that crowd. Tarleton. Been carrying the by a long time. Finally got it at three cars. And has found himself here in a million dollar final round. Cancelar has been flat nasty from round one to now. He's looking to pick up a big check for a million dollars. Charlton in the left, Cancelar in the right. The biggest million final in history. Getting ready to go down the racetrack. Yeah, he was ripping him pretty quick, wasn't he? He's on, he's on him at 3.30. We're going to have our winner circle, circle celebration. I'm so excited for him. I hear that. Here shortly before we get into round two. Ryan will probably have a lot of fun tonight because I want to say Cancelar might be one of his buddies. Likely. <laughs> of course, every, he knows everybody. But. Well, I'll tell you what, man. This has been one heck of a night to be able to go live from the eighth mile and um, the virtual eighth mile and, and discuss this in, in as much detail as we can. Shouts out again to drag coverage. Uh, TJ, man, without your insight there, I uh, need to figure out a way to make sure we have that type of information at every single eighth live from the eighth mile event. It just adds a little bit more, shall I say, uh, spin to what we're talking about here. Casey, man. Uh, three hours and 30 minutes later, we're probably both in trouble with our wives. What else you got left? <laughs> Man, that's about all I got left. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go downstairs. I hope that, uh, I hope my kid isn't, uh, giving my wife too hard of a time. Hopefully he's sleeping, but I better go downstairs and check. Might, uh, I know she did make cookies, so I might eat a couple of them. Send me some. <laughs> Send me some. I hope I see what I can do. Yeah. Might be stale, but I'll try all right, overnight it, I'll pay for it. <laughs> Guys, we can't thank you enough for joining in, uh, chiming in, sticking around. We know there's a lot going on tonight. You guys could be uh, doing other things, but you chose to spend time with us here at the Gorn Bracket Racing YouTube channel, which is for racers by racers. We can't do it without you. As always, we'll see you guys Tuesday. Have a good one.